With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Asylum. Guess who's back? Your hosts, <laughs> Rick Flieger and Rick Briggs. It's Fantasy Championship Week, and if you came looking <clears throat> for advice, this might not be the place for you. It is the Christmas special here at the Asylum Fantasy Sports Show oh, on oh, Full-Time oh. Fantasy Network. Check out, check out normal... Uh, useful shows over at FullTimeFantasy.com and at FullTimeFantasy on Twitter. And if you want more of this nonsense, check out AsylumFootball at gmail.com and at AsylumFootball on the tweeters. We are Flinger Briggs. This is the Asylum Fantasy Football Show, the Christmas extravaganza. We actually have back from the touring of interpretive dance, Alejandro Finkelstein in studio tonight bringing... Lots of good things with him, so we always invite him. That's that's just rude. It is, it, you know, right in the middle of my saying. Hey, but before we get started, though, folks, would you like to win a trip to Maui on Full Time Fantasies tab? I would. Rick. I would. <laughs> Ditto. I, I tell you what. Well, all you have to do is go to the link for the Maui contest, which is fulltimefantasy.com backslash playoff dash maui dash madness and all the info is there you can win a trip to maui uh there's two others that uh, full-time fantasy has contests one is beat dr roto and the other is the last playoff draft world championship and all the info can be found at fulltimefantasy.com so if you want your trip to maui on the tab of full-time fantasy get to it right now and i always like these playoff leagues because it actually forces you to predict games on top of fantasy success so i always like that because as you know rick as we'll find out later i am a soothsayer when it comes to predicting games and so this puts me at a clear advantage and i can't wait to be splayed out in all my glory on the beaches of maui here very soon did you say something about dr seuss oh did i I don't know, but all I heard was all your glory on a beach, and right then <laughs> yeah, and there, buddy. I visualize a beach whale, and, and you know the the ropes and the trucks are coming to haul you off. Well, that that's just hurtful. So, as you mentioned, Alejandro is back today. I want to oh, tell oh, this. Oh. Cheers, gentlemen. Very Cheers. So, back from Bulgaria and took the tights off. Unfortunately, wore big boy pants. So, I, I got to get yeah. this story out of the way right away. Okay. And we're going to do some fantasy football. And then we're going to get back to the nonsense promptly. But before I forget, before I get too drunk, because not only is this our holiday show, this is the show where Rick's normally drunk. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, he's normally a 7. So he's going to be an 11 this week, just so everybody knows. And I, you know, being kind of a teetotaler, I tend not to get after it too much. But uh, I might have a little fun today, have a couple of beverages. So a couple of Chardonnays. I've had a few Chardonnays. <laughs> what of it? <laughs> So anyhow, Alejandro's been threatening this return for upwards of three years now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 
And so recently, if anybody's familiar with the WWE, he's been sending uh, text messages and tweets with uh, Bray Wyatt's new character, you know, let him in, let him in. And if anybody doesn't know, look up Bray Wyatt. He's got dopes with him who wear goat masks, (laughs) and he carries around this lantern. So this is the threat he gets. So I come home last night after a hard day's labor, busy day, busy day. Back from a full day. This, this is a Christmas season, Rick, and, and blatant lying <laughs> this is, is just not This is proper. what I do. I toil, Rick. I toil. Uh, so yeah. I come home, my lunchbox and hard hat in hand from a day's toil, and here's... Don't you work from home? Well, yeah, but that's okay. not relevant. I wasn't home. So His hard hat's a damn. <laughs> so I walk in the door, and here's what I walk into. No stick. No stick. I walk into with my daughter on the couch crying and my wife on the phone. It sounds like a conference call. So I'm trying to figure out what the heck's going on. And this is true, right? This is 100% true. So for any of you that have daughters who either are or will or have been teenagers, you know when you try to ask a crying 13-year-old what happened, you're getting nowhere. So I... What I gather, my wife's on speakerphone, and there's two other people on the phone. What I gather, she's talking to someone at Amazon, and she's talking to someone at the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> well, it appears what has happened is, in a, on our doorstep, while I was out toiling away, as I do, <laughs> there are two boxes come. One with a goat mask, and one with a lantern. You know what the funny part about this story okay. is? Okay. Is, is, we're in Studio B, which is basically in the basement of Rick's house, and Alejandro has to go past these people <laughs> when he leaves. Well, they don't know yet because I'm keeping up the kayfabe because I'm a wrestler from all the way back, right? <laughs> so she's on the phone, and what my wife's trying to ascertain is, you, look, you sent, I don't know what this is, I don't think this was supposed to come here. Now the irony, what this idiot couldn't have, couldn't have anticipated but worked out in his favor, is my wife was expecting a package from Amazon that did not arrive. And so therefore, why did I get this goat mask and this lamp and not the package I wanted. Well, of course, Amazon defaults to, well, it's the post office's fault. We're going to get them on the line, and we're going to go back and forth. So I get everybody off the phone. Essentially, they say, you know, Amazon says, you know what, ma'am, I think just to get her off the phone, we're sorry. We messed up. I'll tell you what, you keep those items. Those are yours. Hell don't want them. <laughs> no need to send them back. We have launched an investigation to find out whose goat mask that was, and we'll get them another one out promptly. So then we get everything calmed down. The daughter's calmed down. And I got no idea. Now, here's the, here's where I'm done. He's been sending these tweets and text messages for upwards of a month now. And I never put it together. I just Because I walk into this, the crying teenager, the wife yelling at the Amazon guy, the post office lady saying normal this. normal day. Nothing. Yeah, just another day. And so what I gather then is my wife opens the packages, calls my daughter in. What is this stuff? My daughter's got this thing she likes to do where she'll put things in the Amazon cart. No, and I'm such a Neanderthal that if I buy something on Amazon, I don't look at the cart. I hit buy. Her thing comes. She never has to ask me for it. That's smart. So whatever reason, in her infinite wisdom, my wife has decided my daughter has desperately wanted a goat mask 
and, and a lantern, and a lantern <laughs> that she was too proud to ask for and has essentially stolen it from us. <laughs> and when my daughter denied it, my wife didn't believe it, and all hell broke loose in my house. So they screamed at each other while muting the Amazon guy who were accusing of sending a uh, goat mask instead of the version of Hi-Ho Cheerio we ordered for my two-year-old niece. So it was complete chaos, the, probably the greatest kayfabe in history. So welcome back, Alejandro. This is my day. Gentlemen. Cheers. Hats that on. worked out Hats way on. better than I expected. Yeah, it could, couldn't have gone any better. So so that's where wow. we're at now. So should we wow. talk a little football before we get in? <laughs> yeah, let's. If we're anybody, everybody's tuned out, right, who actually cares about football. So just that. If they've tuned in, they don't care about anything but us anyway. As right. they should. That's so, exactly I mean, I'm right. going to go back and listen to this. Well, I yeah, you, you should. Just to pat yourself on the back. Greatest. So. Greatest unofficial prank I've ever pulled in my life. So it will live in infamy now, though. They are in the studio on the on the Wall of Fame, along with To Kill a Mockingbird. Where'd the other one go? There's stuff missing from the studio here. Maybe somebody read it. Oh, there no, there it is. Nobody's reading this house. <laughs> yes, sir. Snooty's still up there. Yeah, we still got Snooty. Lots going on. I hope that falls off. It's going to hit the lamp, break the lamp. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's... I don't know. Football. Right? It'll be okay. Football. All right. Dalvin Cook, Rick, looks like he's going to be out. It seemed pretty well known that Alexander Madison was going to be out. Now that's changed a little bit. He might be there. Now it's Mike Boone season. If you get on the tweeters, you would think Mike Boone is Jim Brown and Barry Sanders' love child all this, of a sudden. This is what really, that really gets under my skin in a way because every pundit out there yeah you better get Boone in your lineup you better get him on your team you know you go out there hey you should have another running back on your team that you have played from time to time due to bye weeks or just dings and dangs where somebody you know is off I I just don't understand how somebody is going to lose Dalvin Cook and, and has no chance of winning this week I mean obviously it's a huge blow but Boone isn't going to be Dalvin Cook. I mean, we've no. gone over this a million times. I mean, this isn't Latavius Murray in New Orleans where it's a proven commodity and basically whoever runs the ball there thrives, right? Right. Um, you know, we've seen this a hundred times on, on different teams. Just because the starter goes out and somebody's filling it doesn't mean he's winning you a championship. Now, with if we knew Madison was going to be out, I – He's certainly worth a pickup. You know, there's only sure. two of you left. Yes. And I might think about playing him. You, if I'm a James Conner owner and I've been playing that, I mean, for God's sake, Rick, I am a, if you want to discredit this Mickey Mouse League, you run the Caveman League, I just made the championship with Patrick Laird and Brashard Perryman in my lineup. There are people who are in this situation. Well, Brashard Perryman put up damn near 40 points. I know. That is a fact. Well, and yeah. there's people that have Lamar Jackson that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, it's, yes. It's and there's bad. people that have Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and who's the other? Oh, Michael Thomas that didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> okay. And you there's know. people. And there's like people like here, this bozo. Who's in the over championship. Here going for Patrick number Laird. Going for number three, <laughs> yeah, baby. With Patrick Laird and Brashard Perryman, who I think a scant six weeks ago stop trying to make Brashard Perryman something. He stinks. I better pick him up. Well, <laughs> second highest points in the league? And you were third highest? 
Oh, but wait. I, I think I was fourth, but highest. <laughs> so, so mock my team as you will. No, you weren't highest. What are you talking? Your opponent in the Super Bowl was a highest, and he made it in as the number six seed. What was I? I was the five seed, wasn't I? I backed in after that yeah, swoon at the end of the year. I had that division one before Thanksgiving, and then crap. Yeah, the but you know. The burnout has that golden horseshoe, yeah, you know where. Yeah, that's a shame that stoner got <laughs> knocked out. So, so, but anyhow, the only problem here with Boone is that he's playing on Monday night, and we don't know what's happened with Madison. There are probably five or six guys that. somebody could be starting that I would start Boone over. This is all about opportunity without Madison and certainly without Cook. Boone's going to touch the ball 20 times. You can't say that about every RB2 in the league. Even in championship week, you can't necessarily say that. But you're going to be in big trouble if you don't have Madison as well, or if you have them both, right? If this is true, Schefter's reporting it, so I'm going to choose to believe it, even though it's early in the week, that Cook isn't going to play. You, right. Even if you have Madison and Boone, that's going to be an equal split if they're both there. It might lean towards Madison, except for the fact we know he's not 100% healthy. That's the problem. If this was a Sunday at 1 o'clock game, I'd be recommending Boone all over the place. Unless they come out Friday evening or first thing Saturday morning, because don't forget, there's three games on Saturday right. as well this week. Unless they come out and definitively say Madison's out, stop with the Boone nonsense. It, it's got to end. Go away. Now, if we know it's him, we, we can talk then. Yeah, you can. You're absolutely right. Um, I mean, like you said, opportunity and volume is going to be there. Right. There's no question about that. And I believe who's Minnesota players? Green Bay, Green right? Green Bay yeah. on Monday night. So yeah, so I that, think you can run on Green Bay a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can, you're gonna have to. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, because even though Aaron Rodgers has only been putting up what 200 to 250 yards, basically a game good. passing. They've been moving the football, winning games. I mean, the defense has tightened up a little bit, but, you know, they've been able to run the football as well. As somebody facing Aaron Jones in the fantasy championship, I need this to be an Aaron Rodgers game and not what they've done the last few weeks to win games. So that's what I'll be rooting for. Of course, we've talked about Perriman, Rick. Chris Godwin now, he's definitely out with that hamstring. It's all Perriman. It's all Watson. Look, Perryman, we've seen it. You know, all these dynasties. Remember how bad we got beat over the head for four years with him and I was sick of him? You can't argue with the results. And and frankly, before even Evans went down, and certainly before Godwin, you remember me yelling about this. This wasn't just about trying, as fantasy owners trying to make Perryman happen. There's something with him and Jameis, right? I I complained about this a month ago. Remember, there, there was the game where Mike Evans had you know, nine catches and 120 yards at halftime. And then they got into the fourth quarter. It was still a close game because it's Jameis Winston in the box, right? right? And everything's going to Perryman, and everything's going to Perryman. But if you look at the numbers, he's got a 75% catch rate over the last two weeks. He is, you know, the three touchdowns last week, putting up huge numbers. We have to remember that Brashard Perryman isn't removed – he wasn't a dud in a Lamar Jackson offense. He was in a Joe Flacco offense. Right, exactly. And now that he's with a, with Bruce Arians, right. Jameis Winston, who is, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick 2.0. Oh, only so much better. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's so yeah. fun to watch. It is. If you're Tampa Bay, you're re-signing him, right? Oh, you have to. Because you, you have can to win, keep him, right? You can win games this way. Keep him. You have keep what? that offense and get, make the defense better. Because you know who he is. No, but I've never heard him compared to. But this is who he is. He's Brett Favre. 
Yeah. Just doesn't give a damn. That ball's going up in the air. He's going to let his people make plays. And Brett, Brett Favre won, cha- won a championship yeah. doing that. This is, you're going to lose games. But it's so spectacular to watch. If nothing else, these owners are about selling tickets. Who cares about that stupid right. trophy at the end? I would pay money to watch that <clears throat> lunatic just throw the ball 80 yards in the air every time he gets an opportunity. That, that's just good football. And Tampa Bay is, what, 7-7? Seven and seven. Ar- right Arians has them turned around. They're very difficult to run against. Um, unfortunately, you know, it just, you know, he's going to be maybe the 30, 30 club oh, as far as I, I so, the interceptions, so which for keeps that him happen. in. Yeah. That, that is the greatest club ever. The 30, 30 club. That used to be a big deal in baseball that we need a 30, 30, but I think that I, you know, I think they definitely keep him. No doubt about it. So, uh, Josh Jacobs out with a so- shoulder. So DeAndre Washington, boy, talk about a must play this week. You saw what he did in, uh, in uh, Jacob's absence a couple weeks ago. Julian Edelman's one I think is worth talking about, Rick, and probably because I'm facing him this week. This is top of mind to me. Limited in practice, again, dealing with both a shoulder and a knee. Now, as is kind of customary in New England, he's been limited in practice every week. He, he looked rough last week, Rick. He looked hurt. The last two weeks, really, he's looked hurt. He's looked slow. He hasn't been moving in space very well. If you're a Julian Edelman owner... Is there a scenario where – well, there's always a scenario, but a realistic scenario where you could sit him down? Are we that Only if they say him? he's not playing. You think it's that? 92 catches, you know, 1,019 yards and six touchdowns, and they're playing Buffalo this week, basically for the division lead. Right. Nah, I mean, you got to play him, right? Yeah, I, I think you do, but I think you temper your expectations. He really hasn't looked healthy. You know, again, right. you, Tom Brady's been questionable since 2004, and, and same with Edelman. So you don't buy that too well, often. Think about but it, Rick. The eye test. You have Edelman. Gronk's gone. You have Edelman. 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 Four I, guys named Stan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's it. It's Julian. He's taken a pound in this year. And I think that's what um, it is. Sony Michelle's been ineffective. James White's been, He's been quiet. inconsistent. Right. Huge game a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, albeit he's a 15 to 16 point guy in fantasy. So he's not putting up a ton of yards either. So, I mean, it's been Julian Edelman and Tom Brady. And they say, well, the offense isn't right. Yeah, you're right. They, I mean, they virtually have the very offense. little playmakers. Yeah. So, uh, Will Fuller, shocker, limited with a hamstring. Dak Prescott, I think this is worth talking about. Dealing with uh, what uh, Elliott, not the Cowboys, but what Ezekiel Elliott's calling a, a strained AC joint. Um Obviously, probably going to play. You know, this is a playoff game this week, basically a division championship. What I found interesting, I found this quote on the tweeters today. A shocker, I was in the bathroom and, and looking at Twitter, where last week he told Michael Gallup that when they run that RPO, don't even expect the pass. I'm not even going to try to throw it. That's that's a little scary. That's a little damning. So I don't. He had a decent week last week. You know, Amari Cooper had a really bad week. So you could be in your fantasy championship with without Dak Prescott. It's probably not possible. If there's somebody the likes of a Ryan Tannehill still out there on your waiver wire, I might think about <laughs> Dak's going to play, but if he's telling his own players, I'm not making that throw because I physically can't, I- I'm nervous about that. And how does stuff like that leak out? Is this – leaked on purpose to think people he's really hurt or... some people are saying that right I, the, the wackos on tweeters are throwing right. it out that i mean Gallup I, and dak threw that out there for this purpose it, right so it could subterfuge if you will it could be and and it could be that somebody just happened to overhear it or leak right. it as well but um 
I don't know. I still kind of lean towards Dallas over Philly this week. little hint to oh, our picks. Yeah, you'll be wrong again, which is why I'm lapping you. Uh, Bruce Arians uh, says in his press conference this week, the Bucks are going to have to get the just hitting buttons all See, the time. See, you, you, you used to say things, and the fans <laughs> don't like it. Well, People I, don't know this is a live recording. Well, yeah, yeah. you got the gallery back there. No, 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 that's enough. You keep it down. It's loon, a Christmas show. Lunatics. So uh, anyhow, Bruce Arians says uh, they're going to have to get the Buck the Bucks uh, running backs involved in the passing game this week. Any hope for Ro- Ronald Jones? I don't know if you're carrying Ronald Jones and your name isn't Rick Fleer. You've oh. long since been eliminated, but. I still don't trust it. He's right. You're going to have to involve the running backs. Right. That would be Ronald Jones, a much better pass catcher than Peyton Barber. I mean, but if you're in your league Super Bowl, are, have you been starting Ronald Jones, really? I mean. <laughs> for, for those of you not on News Channel 8, I've got my hand up. Oh. Yes, I, I have been. You guys really need video. Well, you know, we were close. This was we let's let's could... open a real can of worms there, Alejandro. <laughs> yeah. Since you were the one there that was supposed to do the videoing, videoing, yes, that's a technical term. Yes, Industry for those term. in the know. In the know. <laughs> so anyhow, Rick and Josh Gordon suspended indefinitely again. Does it make me a horrific human being that I'm kind of rolling my eyes at all the sympathy being thrown out? Yeah, I feel bad. He can't get out of this situation, but I don't feel bad enough to take to social media and say, this is the greatest American tragedy I've ever seen. And, you know, yeah, I want him to get better. I want him to get help. But, bleh, you just threw away his talent, and I don't have a lot of sympathy for it. Now, I'm glad that you said that, Rick, Ooh, because oh. it just so happens to segue into, I don't know what we should term it, Rick's rant. Um, Rick's oh, common make, sense. Oh, I like this. We could just change the name of the show to Rick's rant. <laughs> poke the bear. Poke the bear. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was on Twitter and and I saw a tweet by um, at Jason Cole sixty two. Whoever oh, you're that calling may out be. people by name. He no, must I be mean, mad. nothing. Blue check mark. Not going to say anything bad. Yes, I believe oh, so. All right. Um, but the tweet was: I wish Josh Gordon had become the poet. Musician and artist, he wanted to be in high school instead of subjecting himself to public ridicule in a sport he never really loved to play. It's a case of letting other people push you into something. So, of course, you know, um, I just... Of course you had to respond. I simply responded. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's a troll, right? You see this. He gets mad when I say it, but he's a troll. This is legitimately why I'm still on Twitter. (laughs) I simply responded that he has enough money to pursue those other goals and that the said tweeter shouldn't they shouldn't just keep blaming other people, okay? So the response I got um you know the first response. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure now this now goes bear on. in mind he must have all this personal knowledge of Josh Gordon's hopes and dreams while in high school <laughs> and while knowing he does not like playing football, he bully comes out and says he's broke. Yeah, really? I mean, did Mr. Cole actually check this out? Because the old ball coach did. Oh, okay, you best, Josh. As best as I could, okay? Um, he keeps saying that, that, that Josh Gordon's is broke. Now, not saying what I find is reliable, but what I did find was published in 2019 within the last month or so. One of them was CelebrityNetWorth.com. Said he's around $3 million. Well, that's... Okay? And according to Gossip Gist... It is $4 million. Now, I said I don't know how reliable, but 
it's out there. Okay, $3 million, I don't think you're broke, okay? Maybe not going to be, <clears throat> you know, Howard Hughes of, of the 21st century. Yes. $3 million, $4 million goes a long way in Belarus. Yes, Just it does. saying. <laughs> Josh, hit me up. So, <laughs> now, well, you know, we all make mistakes when young. Josh Gordon has been given chance after chance after chance. I, in the NFL, no, that's correct? where I'm at. Yeah. Five of them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and each chance, he's literally making millions of dollars, correct? You know, Gordon himself stated he made $10,000 a month while in college at Baylor. Now, this is the same Baylor University that he got to go to for free, of course, right. on a full-ride scholarship. I'm curious to know what his GPA is while pursuing his art <laughs> degree. I, I really would. I mean, I would like to know, you know, if this was his passion, I'd like to know what his GPA was in his art degree pursuit. After being suspended multiple times and getting older and apparently wiser, you know, little hashtag, I was raising children at his age and learning as I went. You know, lo and behold, so were you, right? Uh, how old is he? 28. Yeah. yeah I okay. Was, I was, well, yeah. I wasn't raising children yet, but I was pretty Okay, close. I was. I had one. But, you know, there comes a time when one must face reality and see that opportunities are not in- infinite. I mean, Josh Gordon is still young. He can pursue these artistic dreams that Mr. Cole, Cole excuse me, lamented about. You know, my sole purpose for this rant is nothing but constructive, of course. Oh, well, yeah, you're right? just helping Josh out, right? Well, yeah, I mean, because he's an asylum, right? I'm sure he's listening. Who isn't? But you know what? In this PC culture is this, all right? I mean, everyone loves to tweet at thoughtful remorses for others' misfortunes. There's always a reason for it. Send out sad, sympathetic Facebook posts on their misfortunes and ask for thoughts of condolences for them. You know... While we should realize that people make mistakes, the purpose of mistakes is to learn, gain knowledge, grow, and move forward. The good old days may seem like an archaic thought process to many young people. But you know what, Mr. Young Person sitting over there talking when others are? A swift kick in the ass and somebody yelling, (laughs) yelling at you to wake up and smell the coffee isn't such a bad thing. And one more thing, folks. Hard Knocks isn't just some show on television. So, I, I have a question, and I don't know if you guys want to divulge the area of the country we're in. Yes, we're in western Pennsylvania. Yes. And there's a very specific problem very close to where we are right now. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, I, I see him. Yeah. He's got a long beard, and he interrupts people when they're talking. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, so, I'm very much of the sort that look at that problem walking, stumbling on Main Street in said area and i don't bat an eye on the flip side of it josh gordon i kind of feel bad and i don't know how to feel about feeling bad about one compared to the other like josh gordon is an electric athlete and i kind of feel like big business big nfl team like looking at him as entertainment whereas the same issues are going on on main street usa and I'm like, not worth even looking at. You guys want to weigh in? Well, yeah, clearly you're a racist, but no, yeah. no, that's not it. <laughs> no, that here's was the extreme. Thing. I actually have the exact opposite view. Now, now I'm with you. To my knowledge, right, this with Josh Gordon isn't heroin, which is what you're talking right, right, about. Right. Isn't crack? Isn't Correct. 
right. pills you know, to talk. We've talked about Brett Farr. This is just weed, right? Uh, this is just not maintaining a little bit of self-control while under contract for a few months while you do your job. Unofficially, it's been reported it's marijuana, right? codeine. And okay. the latest issue that, again, unofficially but been reported is um, like physically enhancing drugs. Not saying it's steroids. It could be any yeah, growth hormones, whatever, yeah. So, banned by the league. In a vacuum, that's fine, right? I, I want them all doing it. I've been on the record of saying that. I, I, I don't care about that. Here's my thing. I, I'm with, a little against codeine while performing. Well, I don't know about. I don't know anything about. Co- I'm talking about PEDs, right? About right, steroids. I'm not naive enough to think the the scientists are and the players are always one step ahead of the league on these things. So I'm of the mind that everybody but Andy Dalton is on some type of performance enhancing <laughs> drug. And, and I, I, I find it hard to believe that Duck Hodges is as well. well all right, <laughs> you, you, you get my point. It's, right, it's a do, social yes. commentary. I'm trying to. Tastefully dance around because I've got Mr. PC over here who gives me a dirty look every time I say something on the fringes every time he's been in here, so I'm trying to be careful. Anyhow, here's my point. While while agreeing with you and not having a lot of sympathy for the heroin epidemic and all of this, I also don't have any sympathy here because you can at least I can at least grasp, I can at least understand that if Josh Gordon was hooked on heroin, if Josh Gordon was hooked on crack, these things are seemingly impossible to get off of, why he keeps falling back. This is just weed. Now, maybe I'm being naive, but all the people telling me weed should be legal, and I don't care, make it legal, I don't care, but everybody, their first argument is, it's not habit-forming, it's not addictive, it doesn't hurt anything. So to Rick's point, then all you have to do is not do that for six months out of the year, and you can continue to play football and continue to make a bunch of money. That's where I just lose all sympathy for them, even though I... uh, I'd have more sympathy if this was some debilitating, even if he was a drunk, right? I don't even know if they worry about that. But these people, you get hooked on it, it becomes a physical thing, you can't get off it. This is just, he likes to get high and refuses to stop doing it, and then I'm supposed to throw some pity party for him when he gets suspended. Now, I know there's depression and other things involved, but in a vacuum, being that it's just weed and i'm keep being told weed isn't a big deal and i don't think it is but that's the consensus in this country now then don't ask for my sympathy well here and i agree with you 100 percent. and here's a, a just extending on that whether or not we we think it's correct or not okay you know you're not allowed to have weed in your system okay so be it Ricky Williams wasn't either. He says, okay, bang, I'm going to India <laughs> yeah, now. I'll smoke dope every damn <laughs> yeah. day I'm alive. Yeah, I'm and he came back. And Held it together he, for a couple of and years. And he stayed clean, performed quite well for, what, about three or four years? Right. And, he and just, then he got older and, and said he retired, and he's probably hiring a kite yeah, again. Yeah, he's up on some mountain somewhere yeah. getting high. He's, uh, I think it owns a dispensary in, I want to say, Miami, maybe? Nice. I think he's actually a scout as well. <laughs> it's I love a it. Great combination. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's my store, but don't shop here. <laughs> <laughs> Till the offseason. Yeah. All right. All right, what are we going to do? We're going to pick games? Or you Let's got pick games. Let's get all about? the f- football stuff out of the way, because I know once Alejandro gets going, we will never get back on track. <laughs> all right. Oh. 
So let's start out. First of all, thank God no Thursday night game this yes. week. That nightmare is over. I love three Saturday games. I love this type of time of year. I love the Saturday games. That's when you know Christmas is coming, the playoffs are coming, good times. Here we go. Where are we sitting, Rick? Have I got you lapped completely yet? No, I'll tell you. How'd I do last week? I didn't even look, to be you honest. You were 11-5 and five straight up, 8-7-1 and one against the line. Still Won making some money. money. Those two games I picked up on you last week against the line, I lost to you this back. week. I love we're, it. We're, it's it's going down to the wire. We got two weeks to go, and then we'll do a playoff shtick. And uh, but after that, I don't I don't even know where we stand. So after week Man. seventeen, we'll figure it out. Math is hard. We'll take our it time is. with that one. That's why they make those adding machines? You know, <laughs> the new, adding machine, newfangled right. adding machine that uh, nobody can <laughs> see me. That's got that arm on the side. Exactly. Looks like a. My, I remember my granddad. You always right in the middle of the dining room table. I don't know what he was adding all the time, but it had it looked like a slot machine. That thing on the side probably was. He just looked like an ad machine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it did, but it, uh, every time I think of that, I think of him. So, All right, first game Saturday, Rick, Texans laying three on the road in Tampa. Oh, shocker, okay. you picked a push. Why don't you look at these lines before I, we do I, Because this? I just, I don't know, I just actually think I have a pretty good knack at this. Um, Ooh, what is this thing? Let's see. I mean, going, I'm going to have to move it since I had it as a push. I'm going to go Houston. I want Houston to win outright. I got 31-27 over Tampa Bay. I think Houston has more to play for. Godwin's going to be out. Um, you know, Evans already on IR. I think it's just enough that uh, you know they'll, they'll hang around. But I, I like Houston 31-27. So that's Houston win and cover. Yeah, for for everything that I'm excited about you know, having to go to the waiver wire for a championship game like I do in the Caveman League. Excited about what Perryman did. Excited for the opportunities he's going to get this week. We're going to find out real quick, can Brashard Perryman be the only guy, right? right? There's only essentially two professional wide receivers on that team, and I'd argue Perryman might be the only one. Can he handle that type of attention? Now, Houston's secondary is very suspect. It's always hard to bet anything involving Tampa Bay. If this thing was anything over three, I'd have taken Tampa Bay here just based on that. That three really kills you. Vegas kind of knows what they're doing. So I'll, I'll agree they got to have it, you know, still running pretty much neck and they, They're playing to win a division this week. Right. So I'm going to take Houston here. I'll call it 34-27. So I have them winning cover, but I hate betting, betting the Buccaneers. Yep. I would never put real money on it. All right, Rick, uh, big one on a Saturday afternoon. Bill's getting, and this one surprises me, getting six and a half in Foxborough. That is huge, and I'll I tell you what, you know, we talked about the offensive woes of New England. You know, Buffalo's got a, a defense that has gotten more, I don't know, how do you put it, relentless, it seems like, oh, as absolutely. the year's gone on, or the year's progressed. And, you know, we, we've mentioned Edelman's beat up. There's lack of playmakers on New England. I, I think it's going to be a scrappy game again. I'm going Buffalo in, a, in what I would call an upset. 22-20. That's a Buffalo Whoa. win and cover. You're taking Buffalo. Yes, out. I am. All right, look, that's foolish. New England's going to win this game. Here's what I don't see. I'm not convinced right now the New England Patriots could score six and a half points. So I think their defense is good enough. You know, Josh Allen struggled with the Steelers last week. You know, most of their points coming off a of bad Duck Hodges, you know, turnovers. So I still think, of course, the Patriots win this game. They're at home. It's a division game. They're theoretically still 
playing for the first overall seed in, in the conference. Theoretically, I, I don't see it happening. So I got the Patriots win, but I think the Bills cover. This, this this number is so juicy, so I'm with you there. I got the Pats 24, Bills 20, and it might end actually 6-3 to three <laughs> is what this thing could be. All right, Rick, and then the night game Saturday night, the Rams, six and a half again, getting six and a half in San Francisco. Yeah, with the loss of San Francisco's, you know, had uh, over the last two or three weeks, and now all of a sudden they're the fifth seed. They've gone from one to five. The Rams are – we thought the Rams were waking up a couple of weeks ago that they – what whatever you want to call it last week they decided to boondoggle. do boondoggle yeah it was a boondoggle San Francisco 34 Rams 24 49er cover and win yeah i base this nothing on football rig you know how i get these weird things in my head i'm not real smart and one marble gets to rattling around saturday i'm very excited about it. so so pay attention to my logic here i love these saturday games Of course, being before the holidays, I'm jam-packed throughout the day and early evening on Saturday. So I'm going to have a hard time catching the first two. So I'm really looking forward to that night game, that third game, which means it's going to be a complete and utter blowout and I'm unwatchable from halftime on. So then I've got to ask myself, Rick, that's what I call myself at home is Rick. I have to ask Rick, if that's going to happen, which way is it going to go? Well, of course, it's going to be San Francisco blowing out the Rams. So based on all of that, write it down, call your bookie, 49ers winning cover 30-14. to 14. I said that in a much shorter time frame, didn't I? I, I kind of fell asleep while he was But my talking. logic was much more sound. Uh, Don't you I, two dope start teaming up on me I, just yet. I'm just curious, but you said you call yourself Rick at home. Mm-hmm. What do you call yourself not at home? Whew. That stuff's <laughs> nasty. Bring it over here, then. Well, I'll still drink it, but... Well, I got that one for you. Oh, what's that? You keep claiming to be a hophead. Yeah, that's hoppy. What is that? <laughs> it's a lager. Okay. Logger. Um, I'm not going to do what I did to you last time. Yeah. Good. Uh, Thank you. All right. Back on track, Rick. The Steelers laying three on the road in wait, New wait, York. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, what are we talking about? <laughs> what do you call yourself not at home? Rick. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> he doesn't follow the show. <laughs> no. We were talking beer over here. It's... Oh, you two dopes. And now we'll start talking rock and roll and black and white movies. Woohoo! I can't <laughs> wait till we get to that portion of the show. Gee, as, as opposed to... His crying daughter and wife and his dog he hates and what he calls himself wherever he is. That's excitement. Don't forget about Twitter on the pot. Oh, that's true. Good point. (laughs) You see the – and I think this is true. It wasn't an onion where they're trying to sell businesses or to businesses now toilets that yeah, sit at an angle. Yeah, I saw that. So it makes it unbearable to sit for more than five minutes at a time. So employees don't in- spend time in the bathroom. Increase productivity. I mean, that's how I get my bonuses. <laughs> Here's the problem. I physically couldn't get it done in five minutes. I would just... Not now, happening. Now, I also have this weird thing where, remember the movie American Pie? Mm-hmm. And they, the nerdy kid, they called him shit break because he could only go at home. That's See, me. Th- this is where we connect. Yeah, that's cinema. me. Oh, uh, man, that's shit noble. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, anyhow, I guess we don't got to talk about my bathroom, Rick. The Steelers, <laughs> three-point favorites on the road in New York. I think Pittsburgh can pull out a win, Rick, but I'll tell you what, I, with their offensive woes, I'm going 23-21, so I'm going Steeler win, jet cover. Yeah, I, I guess I'm, I don't know if this is thinking this is going to happen or hoping it's going to happen. 
against that what we've seen Sam Darnold's been really good against bad defenses and he has been beyond pathetic against yeah. good defenses so I'm going to go with that figure maybe a defensive score duck can luck into one here somewhere so it's going to be real ugly almost unwatchable I'm going to take the Steelers to win in cover here 20 to 13 what's Bell going to do I, you know, that's the wild card. That's interesting. You do have that revenge game factor, and I, I always do factor that the, in. The point is, he hasn't been able to run against anyone. I I, I just don't think it really matters. I don't think they'll make the commitment to him to run against everyone. He's legit going to put up 240. You think? In the bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, in the bowling alley. In the bowling alley. Wah, wah, wah. All right, Rick, the Jagu- Jaguars catching seven in Atlanta. You know, and they couldn't let Tom Coughlin just retire. I mean, the season's shot. There's well, a couple more games to go. On, hold on, no, hold on. <laughs> you know, so they find a couple guys, $99,000. They weren't allowed to. 25%. You, you've been a union man in your life. 25% of the grievances in with the NFLPA have come from one organization. He should probably be shot, not just fired. I think they probably should go more to his line of thinking. <laughs> well, you may be right in general, but no, he had to go. No, I, I agree 100%, but I, I don't know. This this whole organization is... And you a, love this team what a for mess. some reason. You've got this weird undertone well, it, of it's, love it's, for them. It's one of these teams that you look at and you think... That's much better. This year, it, this could be it. I mean, they had talent, you know. Yeah. It, you know, the, the one year they had the defense. Of course, they did go to the AFC Championship game that one year with freaking Blake Bortles, so you only think they're going to go yeah, up. Yeah, he would be careful it, there with Blake. Yeah. Yeah, there wouldn't be anything left in any of these cans or bottles if he was here. <laughs> he is a drunk. I've heard that. I'm going to Atlanta 33, Jacksonville 24. That's a Falcon win and cover. Yeah, I've struggled with this one. From year to year, from game to game, from series to series, you don't know what you're getting out of this Atlanta Falcons no. team. You know, this is a team that can just lay down like dogs and then go on the road in San Francisco. And win down Calvin Ridley and win a football game. So, so good luck picking this one. The Jaguars, while they came back last week, they looked really bad. I think that's just a team on a steady decline. I'm going to go with the Falcons here, 27-17. I don't feel good about it, but that'll be an Atlanta winning cover. All right, Rick, the Ravens laying 10 on the road in Cleveland, your second home. Yeah. And the the whole thing is, is Lamar Jackson, they have one more win and and they clinch, I think, the number yeah. one, I believe. So essentially, not, yeah. Yeah. So I, I oh no, not essentially. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they have the they have it against yeah, New they England the tiebreaker. Break. You're right. You're, you're um, right. They're not going to pull him. So not this I, week. No. So I think they slaughter Cleveland. I, I have them thirty-seven seventeen. I don't think Cleveland is is ready to come out and and play a committed game. They're just. There's too many egos, and they're all mad, and Freddie Kitchen's got to be on his way out. I I just – Baltimore winning cover by 20. Yeah, it it is hard to fathom, looking back now, that the last game the Baltimore Ravens lost was at home to these Cleveland Browns, and they got blowed out. Yeah. They got good. So, under normal circumstances, I would be swayed by that, right? Not now. No. Things have completely come on, come undone. You know, it's one thing Odell Beckham's losing his cool. Baker Mayfield's acting like a douche. That I can all understand. Now Jarvis Landry's joining the party. I yeah. mean, Freddie Kitchens has completely lost control of this thing. Things are right for Lamar. Lamar Jackson is just on a 
different plane right now, and I, I see no scenario where Cleveland even keeps this thing close, so I'm with you. Baltimore 33, Browns 20. All right, Rick, the Saints, a three-point favorite on the road in Tennessee. You know, we've seen – you know, sometimes I think we sit back and take things for granted, but if you look – Drew Brees had a broken thumb this year, right. you know, and he has done nothing since he came back but just keep getting better and better and better. And they lost a couple. They stumbled a couple of games. But, boy, I tell you, this guy's tough. I, I like New Orleans, 34, Tennessee, 24. There was a – I saw a vulnerability to Tennessee last week that we hadn't seen for yeah. the last few weeks and in Ryan Tannehill that we hadn't seen the last few weeks. Couple that with Derrick Henry dealing with a hamstring. He is he's obviously gonna play, especially in a game this important as they're, you know, tied with the Steelers right now for that well, they they still got a chance at the division theoretically and chasing Pittsburgh for that sixth seed in the playoffs. But it just still it's Ryan Tannehill and as great as the ride's been looked a little vulnerable. You take Derrick Henry even down from 100% to 80%. I don't think this offense is anything to fear. Right now, Drew Brees is on one of those rolls. You see him get in these for six, seven, eight weeks at a time. He's there. I'm with you. I'm going to take the Saints here by a touchdown, 34-26. to Last five games, 16 touchdowns, one pick. Yeah. (laughs) Ain't bad. Now, here's what's going to be annoying. Thank God we're at the end of the year, and assuming they both don't retire this offseason, this back and forth, are we going to have to have this stupid celebration every time him and Tom Brady pass each other for this touchdown record? I don't think we're going to see Tom Brady catch him, quite frankly. Well, it doesn't I, look like I, it no. right now. But. I mean, he is, he is going to get lapped by the time he hits 45. I mean, no doubt about that. Breeze is younger. And he's what put, is he, two years younger? I think he's A two year years younger, younger year and he's putting up touchdowns. By the score, I mean he's got sixteen the last five games. Like Brady has what twenty one on the year. How much is a score again? Four huh? score and seven years. How much is a score? What is it, seven years? I think isn't it? No, it's four score and seven years, so it can't be that. Oh yeah, I think I don't it's know. a a month thing. Oh, I don't. Know. I think it's a month thing. There's no way that's true. What a dope. <laughs> All right, Rick. The Panthers catching seven on the road in Indianapolis. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Where are we at here? Where do we Carolina and when, Indianapolis? Boy, when are you going to get your act together? I was right. Oh, it's a month thing? Yeah. Oh. A score is 20 years, so like... Yeah, that's 20, not a month thing. It's 20 years. Yeah, 20 tw- times 12. Months are part of years. Thank you. I'll give him that. Well, so are weeks. It's so, a but week you said thing. he's been scoring It's touchdowns. a week thing. Well, fine, that's fine. It's a day that's, thing. That's but actually you said, an hour thing. But you said he's scoring touchdown in scores. So did you misspeak, or is there another measurement oh. for a score? That's the only reason uh, I asked. Yeah, yeah we're going to high five. <laughs> Before you two turn on me later, I'm going to enjoy it. I think maybe we ought to turn on him. He's <laughs> never here. Well, we could do that. <laughs> you could, but I, I don't care. I have beer. Oh, we don't either, been, obviously. Been you couldn't offend since, any of us with a hammer. We've been drunk since noon. <laughs> Factually accurate. Sitting here with two government employees who show up drunk. Indianapolis 26, <laughs> Carolina 24. I, so, you know, I struggled with this one more than so I should have. that is what, have. a Colts win, but Panther cover, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Greer getting the start? I know. It's it's 
What I find interesting is everybody running around, including Will Greer, Will Greer's father. I don't know why I cared about his father. The coaching staff, who I don't even know who the coach is down there, talking about how they're going to let Will air it out this week. That could be really good, or that could be a complete disaster. Yeah, it could, or it could be, be 52-3. Or it could be a smokescreen where Christian McCaffrey is going to touch the ball 78 times in this game, fingers crossed, for uh, Felt Street in the Caveman mm, yeah. League. I don't think Will Greer goes on the road and wins a game, but I think with McCaffrey, Indy's struggling. Yeah, the last couple of weeks. I think they keep it close. So I'm going to take a Colts win, but I'm with you. The Panthers cover this thing 24 to 20. Or no, wait. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Never mind. All right, have another beer, Rick. All right, Rick, the Bengals and Dolphins even. So it's the Bengals at Miami. Even. This is the game of the week. Oh, I mean to tell you. Game this, of the century, this, baby. All right, give me Fitzmagic. I'm going Miami 31, Cincinnati 28. Yeah, for all the defending I do of Andy Dalton, boy, he looked like Andy Dalton yeah. last week. Fitzmagic, he's on that ride right now. He's on the ride. I'll tell you team. what, though, what they've proven with arguably the worst team that I've seen in a long time with Cincinnati Bengals. I'll tell you what, man, Joe Mixon, what a year behind that gruesome line and obviously no passing attack. Right. Well, and here's the other thing. I think what they've proven is even for a half against New England and going back, when you have a professional quarterback, that offense is pretty good. Right. The defense isn't awful. They're, they're, they're bad, but they're not awful. Maybe Joe Burrow's the guy. Maybe he's not. He's going to be the guy drafted there. If you get a good superstar quarterback in that team with Joe Mixon, with Tyler Boyd, that's going to be a pretty good offense. For what they've done – under Dalton, anyhow, that Lindsey, that dope, whatever his name was, he's he's horrific. Finley. But Finley, yeah. But you get Andy Dalton, well, who cares? It's Ryan Finley. Blech. Anyhow, Dolphins win 29-26. All right. All right, Rick, the Giants catching two and a half on the road in Washington, as you would like to you say. You know, I'd really like to see Eli Manning get a final start. I mean, he's and then, not. But he's not going DJ to. He's going to play. I'm still going to go with the New York football Giants, 27, Washington, 23. Yeah, we're almost lockstep on that one. If the Washington Redskins are laying points, I'm taking the other side every time, and I don't care who's on the other side, so I'm with you. I'm going to take the Giants here, 26-20. Saquon Barkley, oddly, we'll see now that Daniel Jones come back. He's really woken up under Eli Manning. Right? Can they say, all right, yeah, we got the young first-round hotshot quarterback, but we still got this guy standing behind him who can work a little bit too? I'll be curious to see that, but uh, Giants 26, Redskins 20. All right, Rick, the Lions catching seven on the road in Denver. Yeah, I. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, right? really. I got I got Denver twenty one, Detroit sixteen. So I'm going to Bronco win, Lion cover. Yeah, I'm I'm essentially there too. Drew Locke looked really good a couple weeks ago. Kind of come back to earth pretty hard last week. Granted, it the awful weather right. and everything, but still. Obviously, the Broncos win this game because their crappy quarterback is way better than the Lions' <laughs> crappy. really crappy quarterback, but they're not seven points better. I got the Broncos here 19-13, and I'm not sure it goes that high. All right, Rick, the Raiders getting seven heading into L.A., taking on your boy Phil Rivers and the Chargers. I got Chargers 27, Oakland 21, so that'll give me a Charger win and an Oakland cover. Yeah, I'm little, covering my bases yeah, a little hedgy-poo there <laughs> yeah. by Rick Briggs. I, I mean, they both stink. I, yeah. I, you know, Raiders 
really laid down like dogs at the end of a game. You're closing down that terrible stadium in front of those terrible people. If you were ever going to be inspired to win a game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, that would be it. They're done. And the Chargers look like the Chargers we thought they were going to be two weeks ago on Phil Rivers' 38th birthday. Then they turned around and looked like the Bengals the very next (laughs) week. I mean, it's a disaster. But I think this week they get it right. Chargers win by 10, 31, 21, so they win in cover. All right, Rick, this one I found interesting. I wouldn't have thought it a few months ago, but but I do find it interesting is the Cardinals getting 9.5 heading up to Seattle. Yeah, and I th- actually think that that's too many. I, I have Seattle winning this game, but I, I don't know. Um, Arizona's playing a little better football. I like Seattle 32, Arizona 25, so that is a uh, Cardinal cover. Yeah, I wrestled with this one. I'm going to take the Seahawks to win and cover this thing, only based on this. They really do have to have this one. Every game is so meaningful in this NFC playoff race at the top of it right now. I wouldn't be stunned if Kyler Murray went in there and won. It's weird. The Seahawks' mystique at home has really gone away this year. They've lost two or three games at home, only lost one on the road. They've been a better road team. they've only lost two games all year. They've lost three. Oh, yeah, okay. Lost one on the road and two at home. Yeah. Which is really odd when you think of Kyler Murray's impressive, and we're going to talk about him more in the offseason because he hasn't gotten enough run with some of the other rookie production in the Ryan Tannehills even not being rookies of the year. But Kyler right. Murray's quietly gotten it done in the shadow of Lamar Jackson this year. I'm going to take the Seahawks here by 10. I'm going to call it a late turnover by, by the Arizona get us there, 33-23. All right, Rick, what is essentially the first playoff game of 2019 is the Cowboys laying two and a half on the road in Philadelphia. I'm going with the Dallas win and cover. I don't care how banged up they are. I'm going Dallas 30, Philadelphia 27. There's there's just no wide receivers on Philadelphia, um, and Dallas, to me, just has should have I've qualified, should be able to beat them even in Philadelphia. They just have too much talent. And like um, Solomon Wilcott said, they got all that talent, but they have Jason Garrett as a coach as well. So time will tell. I'm not feeling good about it, but I'm going Dallas. Here's what I root for. Here's what I root for. Dallas wins this division. They're good enough to dummy through a home wild card win in the playoffs. Have a close loss against in the Minnesota yeah. or San Francisco. I mean, <laughs> have a close loss in the divisional round, and they got to keep Jason Garrett. And we can keep this nonsense yeah. with Gerald Jer going on yeah. for another year or two. I can't wait. I love every minute of it. But down forty-two-three, we just got a field goal. <laughs> I don't understand. Where did that come from? A guy can't clap. What do you, what do you want him to do? Shoot somebody? Do well, why do you stand? have to act? Happy when you're down by 25 and you kick a field goal. Well, he made the kick. Yay. Good job. You made the kick. See, this don't is, give me your participation. This is why. <laughs> no, don't give me. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. You know that's what it is. No, I know that's what Oh, we can't do this. We can't hurt anybody's feelings. Hey, but we did one thing no, right. No. Yes, we can't. No, here's what I goal. do. I take this little skinny, weird looking foreign dude and Why I Why are you pointing at him? And I run him out there. Just because I dance in Belarus. <laughs> and I say, kick that ball between those two yellow things, and he does it, I'm gonna say, All right, uh, you did it. You did what I asked. No, What's wrong no, with that? No. What's wrong with no. that? No. You 
Okay, it, here, I mean, here's the thing. You're you're down Lord. 42 nothing, say. All 20 right. 25 nothing. Yeah, take a pick. It's a fourth quarter. Why in the hell are you kicking a field goal anyway? Special so, teams matters, Rick Briggs. Okay, with that being said, of the three people here, who is the biggest proponent to kickers in the Caveman League? That's a fair point, Rick Briggs. We've been trying to get him out for years in this dictatorship no. commission. He's talking about himself. Yeah. He's with oh, this guy. Pal. You're on that side, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, hit your little button. But here's the thing. As much as I am a proponent for kickers and punters, thank you, it's all they do. If you miss a, a chip shot, whether the hold's wrong or not, from 30 yards out. Lace is out, Dan. That's a, that's a fallacy. But nonetheless. We saw it this year. The, the goat, yes. that action, boss. Exactly. That's got nothing to do with anything. <laughs> All right, let's get Wait, moving are here. Are the two of you going to grow up? I mean, <laughs> that, this that one works. cute yeah. for a while, but it, it's gotten stale. It has, it has. So, anyhow, Rick, I got the Eagles winning this Jeez. game. I forget where I was at. 37-24. Or no, 27-24. All right. I was going to say, I don't think I'd predict a blowout there. Sunday night football. It seems like there's better games out there, but the Chiefs laying six on the road in Chicago. Uh, you know, when they made the schedule, it looked like it could have been a real well, humdinger, yeah. but uh, I'm going Kansas City 29, Chicago 17, yeah. winning cover for the Chiefs. The Bears haven't looked as intimidating. They're a good defense. They're not yeah. a great defense. You're not going to hold that offense under 30, and I don't know how the Bears keep up with that, even as well as Trubisky's played the last couple weeks. So I get the Chiefs 30-21. That's a winning cover. And Monday night football, Rick, you might have to actually stay up for this one. Yeah. This could be a good one. Is the Packers now listen to this, Rick? The Packers getting five and a half on the road in Minnesota. To me, that's insane. That's, you know, it, it, it is madness. It, but it makes picking the game easy. I mean, I'm going with a Minnesota win. Um, I, I think they need it so bad. And hey, look, you know. You can shake your head all you want. That beard's making all kinds of weird noises. No, but anyway, I, I keep shaking my head because this is the fifth time that he's hit the mic with the yeah, beard. I don't I usually know, drink terrible. bottled beer. You had to bring all you this did it with stuff the in here. Course. Yeah, yeah. He Un- does unofficially, the silver bullet. Yes. The Min- are Minnesota 31, Green Bay 28. So that is a Viking win, Green Bay cover. I'm with you, although different in that this game couldn't be easier to pick. I can get points oh, with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Playing against Kirk Cousins, it's kind of like getting points. The Redskins getting yeah, points yeah. or whatever that game was. Uh, yeah, against Kirk Cousins in prime time against an above five hundred team. There has never been an easier bet on the planet. And in fact, I'm going to take the Packers to win this thing outright. So I, but I certainly want those five and a half points. I got the Packers here, thirty to twenty nine. It's going to be. He's been playing bad lately, so it's time for the league to orchestrate one of those stupid hail marys at the end of a game where Aaron. Rogers and, and there won't be a flag no, anywhere on no, that play. They will be down four with eight seconds to go. He'll be on his own one, and he'll somehow manage a 14-play drive in those eight seconds to win the game with a Hail Mary at the end because that's what happens with Aaron Rodgers on Monday right. Night Football. All right, let's get this. Rick, out. we have a very light mailbag, uh, well, we and um, I've answered everything. It, it's Super Bowl week. Yeah, if you're still asking. And, and keep asking, but we're not going to spend a lot of time a lot of the questions are pretty mail. rudimentary. They're, you know, you have an injury or whatever. Okay. But anyhow, asylumfootball at gmail.com, at asylumfootball on the tweeters. Let's go. All right. After that big sell you gave it, people are on pins and needles right now, I'm sure. 
dude. Look, they're in the Super Bowl. They know they're pretty good at this game. They followed the asylum. We, we give them what they need. Let's right? give them that confirmation right. bias so they don't block us on Twitter. <laughs> we'll move on. Ross writes, of course, Dalvin Cook is gone. Yes. So I'm should aware. I start Kenyon Drake or Carlos Hyde in PPR? I don't like Hyde's matchup. You know, I don't either. Drake, I mean, obviously, uh, breaking news, he's not going to put up four touchdowns again next week. You heard it here on the Asylum. Right. But, no, Hyde's got himself a bad matchup. Drake, I still like Drake. Yeah, he's yeah. earned. You can run on Seattle. Yeah. Um, he's catching the ball. That's right. Drake. It's not even close. Don't I even agree. think about it. Okay. You know, I, I think this <laughs> – I actually think this email was directed at you. Mm. I think. All right. But Wit writes, Wit, don't bash me. What would Wit be short for? I don't know. Wit. Whit- Whitaker? Whitaker. Is Whitmore. that a first name? Oh, Whitmore. Whitmore, maybe? some rich kid. Uh, oh, snooty rich kid. No, that's you a know fun. a poor Whitmore? That's a, that's a farm boy name. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're like half Amish, so you would know better than I would. All right, go ahead. <laughs> but should, so I'm not I, supposed to bash should I start Matt Ryan or Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, I'm not going to bash you. That's something to think about. It is. I'm going to start Matt Against Ryan. Cincinnati, especially, Fitzpatrick looks really nice. But it's Matt Ryan, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to find an excuse to start Fitzmagic. I really want to. But, no, don't get cute. He's been playing Matt Ryan. Well, no, I bet he's probably been streaming, huh? Has Fitzmagic had the uh... – annual six interception no game. and that's what i worry about and this is the time of year he does that remember the year the jets were was it the jets or the dolphins i can't remember they were it put the steelers in remember oh, yeah. he they were going to go to the playoffs all they had to do was win he was either with the jets playing buffalo or the other way around i can't remember and I that was, was the buffalo. six interception game steelers backdoored their way into a playoff it's run. matt ryan no yeah i don't 24 yeah, touchdowns 12 picks i i get it but Fitzpatrick gets 15 touchdowns and 12 picks. No, and that Jaguars so, matchup's still a good one. Exactly. You know, we think the Jag- we like to pretend like the Jaguars are still a good defensive team. Right. They're not. They're not. No. It, it's Matt Ryan. All right, Steve writes, uh, oh. half-point PPR. All right. McLaurin or Mike Williams? Oh, wow. If I was ranking my not obvious starts of the week, those two would be one and two. So I'm going to go with a better quarterback on this one, and I'll go with Mike Williams. But, boy, I'd like to get them both in my lineup if I could. They've both got tremendous matchups. I'm going to agree with you, but keep an eye on. They did mention, and it could have just been a maintenance thing, you know, but his knee's been a little bit tender. Mm. Just make sure that he's okay. He's probably going to play. Yada, You're not going to lose start McLaurin if you have any no. doubt. Seriously, if there was outside of the obvious, you know, 10, 12, 14 guys, if I was making a list, those two would be in some order the top two on that right. list. I love their mat- both their matchups this week. Okay, Damian writes, I've been riding Josh Allen all year at quarterback. How are I you really in your championship? Maybe he's got maybe banked on some heavy hitting wide receivers yeah, and running have. backs. But he says, I want to start Minshew versus no, Atlanta this no, week. No, no, <laughs> I'm the no, same way, no. but those are some of the questions you get. But, but listen to the way you phrase the question. This is why yeah. this guy, you know what? Yeah, stupid. What's his name? Steve? <laughs> was it? Was this Steve? No, this is Damien. Damien, yeah. you idiot. Yes, please do it. You dope. Please start. Because listen to how the question is written. 
I'm in my championship. <laughs> I have been riding Josh Allen all year, but I want to start Gardner Minshew. You know, do it, you dope, and take your medicine. Yes, start Gardner Minshew from Rick Flieger. Take it right now. Do it, Gardner Minshew, you jackass. I think that was awful cruel. <laughs> Yeah, I went a little over the top on that. Yeah, one, I, I think so. But seriously, the question's absurd. The way, even the way he worded it, tells you how stupid of a question it was. James writes. All right, Drake or Fournette? Ooh, yeah. No, you don't mess with Fournette. All he does is touch the ball. All he does is put up fantasy points. I get after what happened last week, you feel like you snuck through leaving Drake's nine hundred fantasy points on the bench. I'd like to know who the other running back is, you know, we're, we're talking about. But for this one, it's Fournette. I agree. You uh, can make the argument for – You know, look, he hasn't been over 100 yards since week seven. But, you know, he's still involved in the passing game. You're going to get double digits out of Fournette. Guaranteed. Seattle happens to do something and shuts Drake down or, or, or totally blows out. Arizona, which is not out of the realm of yeah. possibility. Do you want to be playing these cutesy games in your Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm or with Arizona co- looks be- the Arizona coaching staff looks behind him and says, look at that guy, that David yeah. Johnson guy. I heard he used to be pretty good. Let's <laughs> yeah. try him Let's out. see what he got. That, that'd be risky, so just go with Fournette. Dude. All right, man, that's it. Oh, that's it? That's it. Can we go home? No. Oh, I'm Good tired. Lord, no. Sleepy. But... Oh, that's right. Alejandro showed up with some homework for us to do. It's going to take about an hour and a half. Yeah, but I also have another little. (laughs) I disagree. Oh, you got more. Oh, I have another little story here. All right. uh, You know, this. I have to see where this uh, was reported on Fox 13. Anyway, a man whose body was discovered in a freezer. Inside a Utah apartment now last month. My, now you're in my wheelhouse. Let's go. In a Utah apartment last month is believed to have been dead for a decade. Ooh, that's a good run. And left a note behind stating his wife didn't kill him, according to officials. Wait. I th- I th- listen to the story. All right. Authorities were conducting a, a welfare check on November 22nd when they found 75-year-old Jeannie Sarone Mathers dead inside her apartment of natural causes in a town of Toole, about 35 miles southwest Salt Lake City. When police conducted a further search of the apartment, they discovered the body of 69-year-old Paul Edward Matthews in a freezer. Was he 69 when he went in a freezer? Would he well, be he's been dead for now? a year, so obviously. Oh, you say he was dead for 10 years. Yeah, a decade. What did I just say? A 10 year. years. No, you said a year. Oh, I'm sorry. Have a another decade. one there. <laughs> Lush. Well, see, you you come up with some dumb questions. No, that's you a don't question. age. You don't age if you're dead. That's what I'm asking. If you died at forty, then they dig you up ten years later. You're still you're not fifty, even though your body all might right, be. That's all I asked. <coughs> see, down. now you're getting me worked up. You won't just listen to the damn oh, story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, boomer. <laughs> kind of yeah. want to shoot everybody who says that. X. <laughs> Take a drink. All right, reset. Reset the board. Here we go. Focus. When police conducted a further search of the apartment, they discovered the body of 69-year-old Paul Edward Matthews in a freezer. (coughs) In addition to the body, investigators found a notarized letter signed by (laughs) Paul Matthews. Well, at least it was notarized. Stating his wife did not kill him. It was notarized on December 2nd, 2008. 
Um, according to Sar some police sergeant, we believe he had a terminal illness. <coughs> Sorry. But this lady left her husband dead in the freezer sometime between February 4th of 09 and March 8th of 09. Because that was the, la the last time he was seen was February 4th of 09 at an appointment at the VA hospital. The person who notarized the letter in 08 had been interviewed by police as part of the investigation. Fair. That was going to be a question <laughs> yes. I had. She said she didn't read the note. She just stamped it and signed it. <laughs> and she loses her notary. Yeah. yeah. Um... They've not ruled out homicide, who's still investigating whether the woman had any help putting the body in the freezer, which was in a utility room. The woman used a wheelchair, but did not need question. one in 2009 when her husband died, police said. And Hanson said that Mathers was not a large man. Here's the catch, though. Oh, oh there's a catch. But wait, there's more. Good, it made perfect sense until this point. <laughs> Go ahead. Quentin Tarantino this. <laughs> well... The guy died, maybe through euthanasia, whatever, and he had that note for a reason, right? She never reported him dead. She collected $177,000 worth of government benefits over the last decade. Uh, that, that's that's a felony. It is. She's dead. It but doesn't she's matter. She's dead. Still a felony. And, of course, neighbors, all of a sudden, after a decade, fondly remember him as a very nice person who would not hurt a fly. Well, no, certainly in the freezer he couldn't. I'm, I'm gonna go there. When you're dead, do you not attract flies? Not, not in the not freezer. In the freezer. Uh -oh. See, that's why he's in there. <laughs> See, I mean, I've got to think the notarized note. You're good, right? You're in the clear. <laughs> I mean, you read that. It. The notary's. Well, hey, she didn't do it. I so, think you're good. So this this journalist, hats off because number one question I had was the fact that. It's a letter that's notarized. Covered that base. Right. Number two was nobody noticed that he was gone? Well, that never happened. You know, no. There was, remember that one in Michigan we did years ago? Yeah. I still don't know who mowed the grass. How no. nobody knew. There was, they were all Had paid. all this money in the bank and, and like the all the utilities and everything were taken out automatically and they just kept Hey, and it finally, I think the money finally ran out is yeah. how they finally discussed. Mm. Hell, the brother said, oh, I, I've been trying to get a hold of her for <laughs> 20 years or something like that. Well, you think you might want to drive up and look. But So number three was, what type of freezer? Because is it like an above the fridge freezer? Is it a below the fridge? I think it's got to it be one of those chest freezers. Like an ice chest. Right? Yeah. Is it vertical? Is it a, a I think it'd have chest? to be the Probably chest. like the, the, the lift, the open from the top i would assume so, the vertical one would be cool like you popping it up and your I'm, boy's just there but i don't think you could do I'm that i'm thinking it was vertical because they brought up the wheelchair like you just oh, run so the wheelchair. no 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 it said she used a wheelchair oh. but she didn't at the time of his death but how do they know that she's dead huh how do they know that she's dead well they probably left a notarized note when she got the wheelchair <laughs> Here's what i'm know. curious about <laughs> Had, you been, had everything else been on the up and up? Here's what I always wonder about. Wait, what part of that was in, on the up and up? The notarized letter, obviously. Oh, well, right. the letter it, exonerated her for everything. But I'm just curious, if if it wasn't for stealing the VA benefits, what what crime are we talking about? We roar out for murder and the Abuse of a corpse. Of the, yeah. Abuse of a corpse. Right. Can I choose, can I say, when I die, wife... Wife Fleer, I want you to stuff me in the freezer and leave me there forever. Can no. she do that? John Wayne style? 
Is he froze? Yeah, no. I think him, Ted Williams. And well, those people. Yeah, but they're not their in their head, wives' right? freezers. They're like in some hey, cryogenic tomato, state. Tomato, 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 tomato. <laughs> it's my house. It's my freezer. It's my husband. Yeah. I don't think it's any of the government's business. But, get out of my get out of my bedroom. <laughs> get, get off my get lawn. Now. Get off my lawn. That's what I, I don't think. She, other than the stealing the benefits and you know assuming. I think we're gonna have to get rolling with Alejandro here. Oh, right. I, I really do. I got more questions, but we can move on. Uh, uh, I'm kind of intrigued by the questions. All right. Well, while what? you got started, now that you're pumping me full of beer, I got to make a quick uh, commercial break. So you go ahead. Is, is this the point where I? do the directions yeah i'm not gonna listen anyhow so go ahead oh 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 <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen boys and girls ch- I, I don't think i can do that right that's like copyrighted or something it is time for alejandro's wheel of whatever uh actually it's inebriated christmas fantasy football draft 2019 okay. edition so here's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Participants are given a taster. They've been given their taster, we'll say. Whoever guesses the right style of beer wins the first pick. Okay. We're going to go out on a limb and go with Mr. Briggs. Nailed that one. <laughs> Thanks. So I Mr. read the label. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Flieger probably did not. He can't. And even if he did, probably wouldn't, wouldn't comprehend. Right. So, in theory, hypothetically... All that jazz. The first pick goes to Mr. Briggs. He gets first pick. The first pick is not a player, but in a, the opposing participant participants position to draft. Position meaning quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and that's right, folks, kicker. Kickers matter. Kickers are people, too. Yeah. Thank you. I'm back. So okay. technically, the second round pick is actually the position player, third, so on, so forth. You alternate. It's a snake draft, all that fun stuff. When we finally get to the end, you need one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, and one kicker. The fun part comes in when you have to draft one head coach who happens to be an actor. Okay? We may have a different definitions of fun, but go ahead. Two I, I'm of, ready. Two out of three, you're outvoted. One when, was, when do you get a vote? Because we just gave him one. Yeah, you. We. <laughs> there is a mouse down here. It was two to one again. <laughs> Wait a minute. In case anybody was wondering, there is the official gift giving at the end of this. So hang around for that. What, you mean the goat mask doesn't count as my gift? No, no. That was honestly the reason you got that was because you publicly on air just bashed the fact that I was going to show up. I don't think I would do that. I believe you did. There's no bigger Alejandro Finkelstein fan than Rick Flieger. Hmm. I bear to disagree yet again. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of myself, but anyways, oh, so man. you have to draft. He's still talking. Good lord, go ahead. One OC offensive coordinator who is a musician. Okay. One DC defensive coordinator who is a historical figure, i.e. Former president, a former general, a historic figure. We get it. I think do, he's talking to me. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Flieger nailed that one. He might be talking to me yeah. on that one. And the special teams coordinator, who is a wild card. Pick whoever you want. It could be a current politician. It could be a family member. Whatever. Okay. However, you need to explain why you pick said person. There is one bonus round. You must pick a punter. Ten pre-selected punters have been cor- have corresponding bonus points. So, 
I'm not going to name any punters' names, but you pick that punter. I check the list. If it's on there, you get those bonus points. Understood? Yes. Well, one out of two ain't bad. Speaking of historical figures, I feel like in the modern era, we on the asylum need to address what happened yesterday in the world and discuss the impeachment proceedings. No, hold on. If we're going to do this, I want to hear it. No, no. I prepared a statement, and I pre-recorded it. So I didn't mess it up, so I didn't get off track. But I think we have to do it, right? Speaking of off track, we're in the middle of the inebriated draft. It's historically relevant, and we owe it to our listeners. Are are you going to go first, or are you going to save the best for last? It's just me. I have the only say in this. So here's the official Asylum Fantasy Sports stance on the recent impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. I don't know. All right, go ahead. Okay, thank you. (laughs) I think that was the best. CNN, Fox. You nailed it. <laughs> I still don't know what happened. All right, so. Oh, what each, are we doing? Am I picking somebody now? Not yet, not oh. yet. He's still talking. Good Lord. Each team will pull a week out of the hat. That week of the season will correspond to the week their team points will be scored, which we discussed. Well, you're doing the scoring, so we'll just yeah. we'll It's going to be like you. in a month or something. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. There's all that stuff. So the coaching staff will be, go to the polls. I assume Mr. Briggs will handle that because – He's social media savvy. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Any fan can name what movie that's from. You get 10 points. Arbitrary points. Oh, so fan points, too. Yeah, why not? I'll be damned. (laughs) (laughs) So the listener favorite for coaches gets 20 points. Overall winner will be the winner. Okay. I bet they will be. I would hope so. That made sense. About the only thing it did. I'll figure out a what prize. What just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Let's play the game! fact that he was in the head when you played that yeah and now it's playing again is oh you already epic. did it yeah. yes yes did you have the lead up though i nailed the lead up yeah we we anyways nice. somebody's okay. gonna win a prize let's go all right, all right. Let's i'm ready so, so ladies and gentlemen the inaugural annual inebriated christmas fantasy football draft 2019 i think i might be inebriated you got one more now left. that i'm a hop head that, that is not a hop anyways so mr briggs yes you get first pick because you guessed what style of beer you were drinking first, which was? A stout. Exactly. You won. Congratulations, sir. Thanks. What position is Mr. Flieger going to do? Oh, you're going to pick a kicker, of course. Okay, so the kicker is any era, any era whatsoever. Morton Anderson. Oh, the former goat. Boom. Hall of Famer, Morton Anderson. Yeah, man. I think I just won. Put him on the board. House Mazzoli. Got it. Championship. He Boom. is awesome. He is. Mr. Flieger. Yes. What position is Mr. Briggs going to draft? He's going to draft a kicker as well. Oh! Not giving him an advantage. Forehand volley to overhand smash? <laughs> Mr. Briggs. You know, uh, I'll go with another Hall of Famer. Jan Stenerud. See the barefoot guy? <laughs> no. Who was the barefoot one? 
Stenerud's in the hall, right? Yeah. He was the other one, and then Morton just got right. in when we were there a few years mm-hmm. ago. I can't remember who what How far to- back are Tony. we? Tony. Oh, I Pollard. had it. Huh? Tony Pollard. No. Tony Sipperman. <laughs> Tony. The Tiger. Okay, come on. <laughs> Tony Samsonite. No. Can you spell his last name? You get 15 extra bonus Who's? points. Who's? Well, you can't just give away points. Arbitrary. Oh, It's my right. game. Fair enough. I'm just kidding. Anyways. Next draft pick. Now, do I pick or I tell him a position? You actually it goes to you. Sorry, Ooh. my bad. So I got to pick. No. Now what am what, I? What well, he just told is... me to pick a kicker. Yes, but it's a snake draft. Oh, oh okay. but I still have to keep telling him. <laughs> yes, this one. Holy hell! Quarterback. I oh. Oh God! I'll take uh... <clears throat> Drew Brees. Boo. You messed up. You actually have a soundboard for that, and you didn't use it. Oh. I've got to turn down. Mr. Briggs, what position is he drafting next? Um, <clears throat> Tight end. Oh. Hold on. What, how, what are we picking? I'm making myself a list here. One quarterback. Mm-hmm. Two RBs. Okay. Three wide receivers. Three. Good Lord, this is going to take forever. At this rate? No. And a tight end. And a kicker. Well, I already have my kicker. I got Morton Anderson, so calm yourself down there, hippie. <laughs> All right. I'm drafting a tight end. I'm drafting Tony Gonzalez if I'm drafting a tight end. Clo- close bet with uh, Antonio Gates, but I want Tony Gonzalez. All right, Mr. Briggs, what position is Mr. Fleeger dra- drafting next? Didn't I just, I just told him to tight, do a tight end. Snake draft. Oh, so I get two. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. You guys should listen when I'm doing the instructions. Well, you talked a long time in our defense. I mean, I started talking when you went to the head. Quarterback. Quarterback. Peyton Manning. That's easy. So now i got to give this dope, too, and i got to remember what I've given him. I've only given you a kicker and a quarterback, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I'll throw the tight end at you. Let's keep this simple. Gronk. Fair. And then I'm just going to go in order because I'm starting to get drunk. We'll go running back. Jim Brown. Of course you took Jim Brown. I should have held that for myself. You should have. See, there is strategery in this. Strategery. Um, I need to get that on the board. That was good. (laughs) Strategery. Wide receiver. Oh, this is the one I was dreading because there's so many. Yeah. I'm going to go Jerry Rice. Okay. All right. Next position? Um, running back. LT. Okay. Lawrence Taylor, right? No, not <laughs> Lawrence Taylor, you hippie. <laughs> Next, sir. Oh, yeah, I got to tell him. Yep. Yes, sir. What are we at? So you need another running back. Go for that. Okay. Um, Marshall Falk. Damn it. I wanted Marshall. I take it back. And now we're the wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, gee whiz. Marvin Harrison. Marvin. Okay, give me another wide wide receiver. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go somewhere might surprise you. A little more modern for an old man like you. Josh Gordon. I'm going to go with A.B. Give me Antonio Brown. Yeah. I don't know where he stacks up historically, but you're just picking some random year based on some random formula, right? Running back. 
running back. <clears throat> and I don't get to pick the year, so this is going to be a risk. Right. But I'm going to take Priest Holmes. Oh. There you go. Very good. I like that one. Well, you should. It's freaking awesome. So what do you have left? All receiver, right? Yeah. So give so, me two receivers or how many receivers you need. Michael Thomas. And... Ah, hell, Jerry Rice. I already took him. Pay attention, you drunk. He did? I didn't even hear him. It's like mm-hmm. my first pick after the <clears throat> stupid kicker. Yeah, I mean, it was your fourth round pick. Whatever, whatever dumb rule that was. I didn't even know you here. You take him. I don't listen to you. <laughs> okay, um... Who did I take? You got uh, Oh, Michael Thomas. Give me Moss. Oh, yeah, that was my next one. Now i got to come up with another receiver. Thanks. What's he got, two receivers he's got to take? i got three. He's got, I've already taken three. He is, I got Harrison. He's got a team. Michael oh, Thomas. He's done. Randy Moss. So it's just me and I need a receiver, right? Yeah. Give me T.O., baby. Yeah, I figured you'd go there. That's, and you guys yeah. thought this was going to take hours. Yeah, the explanation actually took longer than what – I still don't know what the hell we're doing, but – So now what's the thing with the punters and taking our pants off and stuff? We take our pants off later. I think I need more <laughs> beer. Oh, surprise your own self. I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll what? Get it. What did he say? I no. don't know. You keep yapping. Does anybody need more beer while I get up? No. Grab the next one in line, the craft. No, I don't know about that. Yes, you have to because I – specifically got it for you so the next round ladies and gentlemen boys and girls i already did that right we are drafting a head coach oh that's right the head coach is an actor all right now we may or may not have discussed this earlier but i'm going to go with the fact that we didn't and this is a total surprise to these gentlemen am i drinking the elf one or the other one you are the elf sir Ladies and gentlemen, with all the um, fallacies that I am the drunk, I am fully aware that I'm sitting with two drunks and I'm the only one that can put together a coherent thought at this moment. The fact that you've already had 17 beers <laughs> and aren't drunk yet tells us who the actual drunk is. So let's move on. All right. So that's what tastes weird. What is it? It's a special beer. It's like sweet. You're welcome. I don't know if I like it. I mean, I'm going to drink it, but you I don't do know if like I like it. it. Oh, all right. I like it. What are we doing? A coach. All right, so a head coach. Has to be an actor. Okay. It's, a, it's a snake draft, so Mr. Flieger, pick oh. an actor who you think would be the best head coach for this team of oh. Morton Anderson, Tony Gonzalez, Peyton Manning, Jerry Rice, Lawrence Taylor, Antonio Brown. He didn't Lawrence pick up Taylor. on it. Priest Holmes and T.O. This couldn't be easier. Now, I don't know his name. You're going to have to help me with your Google machine. But whoever the kid was who played John Moxon in Varsity Blues, he was in Dawson's Creek. What's his real name? The Dawes? You're picking the Dawes? That's a great pick. I'm not going to lie. You can't mess with that. The Mm. most inspirational speech in the history of football 90s movies. What's the kid's name? For the record. I'm writing down John Moxon. You can look up yeah, his that's, real name. Yeah, that's fine. And this is what I And don't made. make me go upstairs and get my John Moxon jersey and put it on. You seriously have one? <laughs> what, you that's seriously a, don't? That's amazing. Man up. I wish I had a Man, that's not, that doesn't even go with anything, that a jersey and you're a man. Hey, let's go. Wow. Come on, move on. Hold on, I, I'm Googleizing John I Moxon. legitimately don't know how... Yeah! 
Steve. James Vanderbeek. That's his name. Yeah, the that's beak. my head coach. Wow. James. Okay, so for the listeners out there, you guys get to vote who wins the oh, HCOC DC. Don't even bother no. putting it out there. It's done. The mocks. I'm no. not gonna lie. This is this is tough. No, for this isn't. game, no, it isn't. Kilmer said 60 minutes for the next 60 years of your life. Are you going for it? I say f that. I say f that. All right, I'll stop. Rick's, no, Rick looks oh, annoyed. Man. I got goosebumps. You should. That, that took me back to high school football. That's because you wet your. Let smell. me leave it at this. Let's be heroes. And Q Foo Fighters, go ahead. <laughs> it's easy. Gene Hackman. He doesn't even know who he is, so it doesn't matter if he makes a boo. Right. He has he's no clue who he is. He's not the Mox. Right. No, he's better than the Mox because <laughs> not only. See, this was, is why he did it. You're giving him exactly what he wants. <laughs> not, not only what did he lead the troops in Hoosiers, okay. he was also a badass in Mississippi Burning and the French Connection. So you go against the rules, man. Happy oh. don't like that. It's the mocks. Come on. Yeah, get off the mocks, okay? Mox I mean, you box. have to do something else. Be a broad. I, I, Gene I, Hackman's slam dunk, man. I have Dawson. to ask, Mr. Briggs, mm-hmm. have you ever seen Varsity Blues? Yes. Okay, just checking. You get first pick for OC. Okay. And what, what is an OC? Musician. Oh, that's easy again. Ray Manzarek. All right, I know this is exactly what you wanted. What's a Ray Manzarek? See, I honestly don't know. This is not shtick. Go ahead. Ray Manzarek not only is classically trained, he was the coolest, smoothest dude probably in the last 75 years. Again, the rules state that you have to justify your posi- your pick. And his justification is the coolest, smoothest dude in the last 75 Classically years. trained as well. Classically I still don't know trained. who he is. Who is he? What band's he in? It, it's, it's for him to say. Oh. I'm not. Hey, you got to justify your pick. See? The keyboard player for the doors. You picked a keyboard player? What? There was no roadies available? What are you talking about? See? The keyboard player for the doors. Look at that. <laughs> he just, you know, all he has to do is just talk. Just and he just keeps getting me deeper uh, and deeper I'm and just, deeper. I'm just going to fold up these little weak things, but go ahead. Your uh, mus- musical. All right. OC. I've got something queued up, Rick. Oh, or, no, he's not going to do it, is he? I don't know. I've got something I have no idea up. what he's going to do. So. Wait, he he wait, has wait, no knowledge, wait, so he pushes you, buttons. Before you do it, are you allowed to play this on air? No, but. Okay, so it's everybody, time. everybody, turn off your speakers for one second. Now, no, it's it's nothing inappropriate. It's just I don't think by copyright we couldn't, law, yeah, we're not allowed, allowed to, to play it. Actually, it. I think you can play, what, 2.7 seconds? Doesn't matter. I'm going to exceed that. So I'm looking for an offensive coordinator. I am trying to inspire my guys. I want somebody who can move. I want somebody who my guys can hear when I'm calling in the plays, when I'm calling in an audio. It's Christmas time. I'm trying to find the Christmas spirit for all my guys. Meanwhile, my offense is a well-oiled machine. Via keyboard. So for my offensive coordinator, I pick this. Oh, he's going. He's going. He Mariah Carey is my offensive coordinator. Great. 
She's kind of a mess now, but back in the 90s where I live, based off my head coach, she was getting it done. My team can hear her. She's inspirational. She's good to look at. And she brings us the Christmas spirit at the most important time of the year in the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. You are fake news. Oh. Mr. Brady. <laughs> Can I leave this on under the rest of this just, episode? Just keep it low. No. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that later. So you got a defensive coordinator. Oh, hold on. I didn't write down Mariah Carey yet. Who is a historical figure. Oh. This is what I'm most excited for. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> a historical figure, a defensive coordinator, and I have to justify it. Does Mariah Carey count as a historical figure? I mean, she has a lot of number ones. Yeah. I don't know. Can I pick a keyboardist from some other band back in the 60s? As long as they're historically relevant? A historical figure. You hate to go with any president's politicians because people get bitter about that. They get angry. I've got it. I'm listening. I've got it. I'm, I'm excited. Defense is all about numbers, right? Having the right amount of people, either in the box or in coverage. There's one historical figure I can think of that always has plenty of people around, right? I'm always going to have at least eight people where I need them to be. For my historical figure, I pick the Octomom. I don't know what a real (laughs) name is, but I go with the Octomom. Beat that. Beat it. You got nothing. Octo-ball. I think a good defensive coordinator, Alejandro, is one that t- looks the the odds not in his favor and turns them in his favor and comes out with a win. I like it. No better defensive coordinator than Robert E. Lee. Oh. Well, I don't think you can say that anymore. Yeah, I can. He's a historical figure. I don't think you're allowed to. You're not uh-huh. allowed to like him. I mean, he doesn't have to like him. Hmm. But yeah. he was definitely an all- The selection of Robert E. Lee does not reflect the opinions or views expressed by the Asylum Fantasy what Sports opinion? Show, the full-time fantasy <laughs> network. dead for 160 <laughs> years. You give a shit. <laughs> Sometimes I see things and people get bitter. You know, Dukes of Hazard aren't allowed to do their thing anyway. It's a whole thing. All right, so this is one that struck near and dear to me. I was thinking of people like Teddy Roosevelt. I almost picked Teddy Roosevelt, but I thought of him. I actually should have taken but him for heard, an offensive coordinator, but he wasn't a musician. When you heard That's Octomom, true. though, you got scurred and had to get cute. No, I knew I had it, I had it in the bag then. Uh, another one. Speaking of bags, Octomom. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Woo, I love it. Rick made a funny. <laughs> a good one at that. Attila the Hun. Uh, Vlad Dracul. But see, they, all, all the, offensive coordinators. Yeah. If they could have been offensive coordinators, man, you had Genghis Khan. I mean, there's a ton of them. Erwin Rommel. The Jody Arias. You come uh, at her, she's going to take you out. I'm just going to say, maybe Alejandro is sick and twisted and didn't give you the easy layup. With that. I think I, I think uh, the old ball coach acquitted himself quite well. You did. <laughs> I wish you quit calling yourself the old ball coach. <laughs> What? true about that is you're old. Hey, as one opposed a, to one out of two ain't bad. As opposed to you calling yourself handsome. No, I call myself Rick. That's S- true. St- 
<laughs> to, to but, argue that. Both in-house and out-of-house. Yeah. Special teams coordinator. Oh. All right. Mr. Briggs. And wild card. You can pick anybody. I thought we did that with historical figure. Isn't that anybody? No. Oh. You can pick who'd, anybody. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> okay, why don't we pick a special teams coordinator? Very important. Yes. Um, Ajayi. No, oh. I don't want Ajayi. I, I, you know, I'll have him as as a running backs trainer. But um, friendly reminder: the listeners vote on this one. Yes. Um, Hell yeah! Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. Special is, special is, teams coordinator. Boy, that's a that is a tough. You know what? Groucho Marks. He's got nothing. I I could identify him in a lineup. Is he like an actor, singer, all of that stuff? Actually, yeah, kind of all yeah, of that all, stuff. Yeah, everything. The cane and the mustache. I could nope. identify yeah, him. Everything. I don't know what he did. That, that wasn't Groucho. It that was, was black Char- and white. That was Charlie Chaplin. I think it was both of them, wasn't it? Groucho didn't have a cane. No. Everybody had a cane back then. They didn't. The Winston, whole, Winston Churchill and Charlie Chaplin did. That was about it. Was the whole it. polio thing. Everybody had polio. Buster Keaton had a cane, didn't he? Because he did the whole. No, anyway, I don't think that was in everything. Dad. He wasn't like the Charlie Chaplin. Buster Keaton was always sad, sag, and he did a lot of really cool stunts. You I ever love, watch some of those things? I love Buster. I Keaton. I do too. I thought he was hysterical. He was, oh, epic physical comedy. Yeah, I tell you, one of my favorite uh, was the kid. Uh, for Charlie Chad, you ever watch that? Yes. Excellent yes. movie. Excellent. And Flieger's completely passed yeah. out. Mr. Flieger. Anybody card. ever in any genre. Special teams, you said, right? Yes, sir. So you said it yourself earlier. Mostly when you think of special teams, you think of the kicker, right? The punter. I'm not going to lie, yes. Alejandro Finkelstein, on these very hallowed airwaves not 30 minutes ago, said, you got one job. Essentially, any idiot can do it. So, my argument is, <laughs> any idiot can coach them, and my special teams coordinator is one Mr. Rick Briggs. Oh, Mr. Briggs, congratulations on your first Thank coaching you. job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Congratulations. I, I appreciate that, Rick. Thank you for having all the faith in me. <laughs> I got and, you. and I'll tell you what, with the, who's your kicker? Oh, yeah, Mort. Mort Anderson. How much coaching do I got to do old Mort? That's the point, right? <laughs> exactly. No, Mort, go get it, buddy. I mean, you have to take care of kickoffs, kick coverage, but I'm pretty sure he booted it out of the You know zone. the funny thing about Morton Anderson? You know, like when we went to the Hall of Fame, he went, he's a big man. Yeah, he was. He was thick. <laughs> I mean, thicker than you would think for a kicker. He's no Sebastian Janikowski. Well, no, well, Sebastian no, Janikowski but... was fat and drunk. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. He was. He was. Hey. Um, he was. He hey. looked like me but... in spandex. Picture that one. You're like a bean pole. Stop it. Anyways. Well, he thick. looked like butter bean is what he looks like. <laughs> Sebastian. This That the... would have been a good one for special teams that coordinator, butter yeah, bean. Butter Whatever bean. you had on that. Sebastian Janikowski, it. wherever you are, I know you're a Silomite. Yeah. This, and you're this drunk as a rat. You. So are we done with this nonsense yet? Absolutely not. There is a bonus round. Oh, bonus round. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, bonus round is a punter. I have a list of 10 punters. If and only if they select a punter that is on this list, they get corresponding bonus points. Bonus. 
Let me tell you about bonus points here. We Punish. know what they are. They're points, but they're a bonus. Points you wouldn't otherwise receive. <laughs> exactly. If not, in I a think we got status. it. Punters, <laughs> key component to a game. Coffin corner. Yes, that's what's exactly. up. Exactly. Inside the twenty, you want to drop it in the five? Let's do this. I think. Uh, oh, Mister Flieger, Mister Flieger, you oh, get the first bonus me. opportunity. All right. Sidebar. Pause yes, from the game. Yeah. In that one movie where Kathy Ireland was the kicker, oh, was she also the punter? She was not. Uh, but, man. I pulled it over my head so many times to that movie. Most people don't know what that means, but I got you. Mm. I feel you. Yeah. Manu. So Manu. I got, I got to pick a punter. Uh, For the record, officially they had to be a professional punter. Oh. Okay. NFL right. or prior to NFL. Not giving any, like, tips, tricks... Reggie Roby will be my punter. Okay. Mr. Finkelstein. Reggie Roby. And I know who Rick's going. And I, deliberately, I actually had three. I deliberately didn't take him because uh, you two became best friends in Canton. And it was actually really cool and got me over my fanboyist for enough to do two or three interviews. You know, he kind of panicked us earlier when yes. he mentioned this. And I actually came up with three. Well, right. other than Bob, Bobby Walden, which I knew wasn't going to be on the list. But uh, it was Reggie Roby, okay. Jeff Feagles. Ah, Feagles, Yeah, yes. and my guy, Ray Guy. Yeah, you got to take Guy, right? That's your yeah. boy. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And if it's not on the list, then we know that the list is bullshit and means absolutely <laughs> nothing. It's rubbish. <laughs> so, rubbish, according to Colin Montgomery. I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but sitting at this table, there is somebody that holds... <laughs> A Pennsylvania District 9 record for most punts in one game. Mr. Briggs, is that you? No, it must be you. Mr. Flieger, is that you? I did not. I would that's, never punt. My father would have disowned me. That's right. This guy right here. Alejandro most punts Finkels. in a game? Most punts in one game. So you weren't a good punter. Your team just really sucked. No, I was a fantastic Well, you punter. may have been a good punter, but all we know yeah, based practice, on what you apparently. said was your team was horrific. I mean, at one point we got blown out 70-something. Where did you go to high school? That's not important. Anyways, so he's he's going was to just come forest? up. He's going to from? come up with a fictitious air quotes fact, fact, and then he won't back it up with any type of support. That's true. Do you have anything on huddle? Fake news. That was the oh, prime you opportunity. You are fake news. Anyways, <laughs> so there was a tie for number one, which honestly, Mr. Flieger, I'm a little upset that you did not pick oh, this. What I miss? Number one, of course, was Ray Guy. Yes. Of course. <laughs> but there was a tie because there is a local hero that was a punter in the NFL who is just barnstorming social media, real media, ESPN. Oh, are you buying into that Pat McAfee? I am, 100%. Pat McAfee. Because he says kitschy things on Twitter. He doesn't just say, Mr. Briggs, you got 20 points no matter what. Thanks. You're welcome. I I, I really like yeah, but he can't Pat touch McAfee. my coach. And Pat McAfee is so. great. Thanks. <laughs> what what is this? <laughs> can't have this. Tie for number one was Pat McAfee and Ray Guy, but legitimately Ray Guy is number one. Number two, Shane Leckler. Come on. Okay. I guess he was a punter. <laughs> You'd put a gun to my head. I might have said he was a kicker. I might have said he was a kicker. 
So after that, we got a little mishmash here. We got Robert Yale Larry Sr. A lot of people don't know him. because Robert he... Yale Larry Sr.? Yes, sir. Because back in the Dizay, as the kids would say it. Word. Punters played multiple positions. Yes, they, they did. Mr. Robert Yale Larry Sr. also played quarterback. Well, little random fact there. He would have got you seven points. John Hecker, come on. Current legend, banana punter. Banana punter? Why would he kick bananas? No, he just kicks the football. Bananas when you hold it sideways. Anyways, stupid not. thing to say. What's he doing? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, this beer is pathetic. I can't <laughs> drink that. That's <laughs> awful. Steve O'Neill followed by... I'll be right back. Anybody else happen to oh. know that... Oh, shut him off. I, that's what I was going for. Yeah, I know. So, you got it. Mr. Fle- er, not Mr. Fleeger, Mr. Briggs. Yeah. Do you happen to know what rank Tom Landry was in the Air Corps? I'll give you. Oh, I heard this before too. Um, Lieutenant Colonel. Close. Second lieutenant. Second lieutenant. That wasn't even close. Which is better? It really wasn't. Lieutenant or Lieutenant Colonel? I said Lieutenant Colonel. Which is better? I don't. Oh, second lieutenant's just right above sergeant. So. So second lieutenant. Well, lieutenant colonel's right below a general. I mean, it, oh, okay. it goes lieutenant, captain, major, yeah, see, colonel, general. I don't even general. know what it is. And I, I actually, in my job, meet a lot of people with these titles, and they are all impressive to me, but I don't know which is better than the other. I need to learn it myself, but I won't. That's fair. Second lieutenant, Tom Landry. Did you know he was a punter? Uh, yeah, I guess now that you mention it, but would I have ever thought of it? No. For the New York Yankees. Of course it was. Uh, He's still talking about punters. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Good Lord. Todd Sauerbaum, followed by Chris Cluey. Anybody? Minnesota? Yeah, no, Chris Cluey, Sauerbaum as well. And no Jeff Fiegels? No. He actually was yeah, on the list. He said that like an hour ago. Huh? No. What? Yeah, he said Jeff Fiegels. It was at least an hour no, ago. No, he said Fiegels. I did. He oh, didn't. you said it. Oh, someone, <sighs> one of you idiots. Marquette Quing. King was number... What happened to him? His star burned so bright, and then he disappeared. He, what happened? I think he blew out his ACL. Nah. As a punter, you can understand. Well, you'd think he could come back from that. One would think, but, I mean, it's tough. All right, so, bonus points? More? No, Mr. Briggs. Oh. Mr. Briggs got it with 20 extra bonus points. Man, I tell you, I am... Honored. I, I play this under protest. Honored. You didn't have Reggie Roby on your list. Your list is irrelevant. I'm not going to lie. He and was. I ought to get five for mentioning Kathy Ireland, even though it didn't fit just saying that name. You know what? I'll give you five points. Yeah, get you at least 5% excited. You know what? And I'm going to give you... Do you think she's still getting it done? She's got to be pushing fitty now. She's over fitty. I bet she's still getting it done. For sure. I'm going to Googleize that. Anyways, I'm going to give you uh, plus three for Reggie. Because he actually was on the list until he got bumped. And Kathy, I'll give you five. Nice. See, that's what I like. So, bonus points-wise, you are up eight. Oh, hell yeah. There she is. She is still getting it done. Look at you go, Kathy. (laughs) Hell yeah. So, the question is, what year do you guys agree to of these players' career? I'm thinking three. Mm. Four. Four? Mr. Fleeger. 
Hold on, I'm looking at Kathy. That, that can put him right in your prime at 26, basically, no matter what position. Yeah, I was going to say, because you look at quarterbacks, it might take them a year or two. Yeah. Running backs, definitely two years. I mean, you have your r- rookie booms, but... All right, so what year are you counting with your shady math? Is that what you're asking me? No, he wants to know what what year of the players we want to use All right. for the scoring. I say year four just because that puts them right in her prime at like 26, no matter right. what position. So I'll let you guys guess while I'm gonna why I'm gonna say this. I want year six because he probably looked up Peyton Manning stats, probably. not Peyton Manning. Or Priest one of them. Priest Priest Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, Priest year Holmes. six was the year, so I went year six. Well, I, I protest six. I don't want it. All right. What's he doing now? Is this show ever going to end? All right. I, I'm oh, exhausted. No. We've Pick, never done this this long in our lives. Pick a number between one and five. Closest wins, and you get to pick the year. Did you ever see Half Wits? Unfortunately. <laughs> What's Half Wits? Oh, my God. <sighs> it's hysterical. Um, Five. You said between. Between one that and five. That makes my life easier. Wait. So four. You're both over. You suck. Year yeah, three it is. I'm closer. Year three. Oh, is, I play the, I'm on. This is under protest. You're both under nonsense. protest. And he's shaking the stupid hat again. What is happening I don't here? Know. Pick what am I up. doing? Pick one. All Can right. I pick I'm one too? Yes, sir. All right. Hey, I got one too, Rick. What'd you get? I got week three. I got week five. <laughs> Did you do this on my taxpayer dollar? You work in my county. Was this done on my taxpayer dime? I did week. I got week five. All right, Mr. Briggs, week five is your team. Week, Mr. Flieger? Three. Week three is your team. Okay, you have to keep those. You're doing the legwork. Remember that. I don't think anybody knows what's going on. <laughs> no, but hey, there's not a soul listening. No, to that. <laughs> I'd have turned this thing off a half an hour ago. No, people want to know what you. Get. I was brilliant for a long time, and then you just sucked all the air right out of the room. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Are we done? Can we go home? I think I, we are. No. What it, now? What? There's more. No. There what is. Are you doing? All right, I'm going back to looking at Kathy Ireland. Let me know when he's done. Oh, he's getting a grocery bag out. I hope there's nothing, you know, deadly in the, there. The most important part of the Christmas show. Oh, that. Oh, hang on. The annual oh, oh, oh. gift Merry giving. Merry Christmas! Oh, Ollie Hunter has, around here. has Look caught the Ireland. Still looks like that we've seen Kathy Ireland a million times. <laughs> Dang! I mean, if you want to do commentary on this. She got a little. Hey, I, I am paying oh, attention to you, Ollie Hondra. So you know, I, I gave up. Well, but you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there. Mr. Briggs, it is that time of year where you get a gift. <laughs> Thank you. You have been on the nice list. All, what? Well, I mean, you haven't. But you've had a, a really rough year via fantasy. <laughs> you have. Oh, you sucked. <laughs> you were no, horrible. I mean, he didn't suck. He just sucked. had a rough go. Russell Wilson, Barkley, Mac, Thomas. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and I uh, missed the playoffs. I have no idea how. It, it, it you right. had to play me. Right. It, and why. I destroyed you. I'm in the champion. And I destroyed so, you. I don't get it. Not to mention, who else at this table destroyed him? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
I kind of did a Colts thing. I shut it down early in the year. <laughs> yeah, good. I stayed rested, and here I am in the title game. So, Mr. Briggs, I'm, yes. gonna, I'm going to Rob's hand you a gift. Me, do thing? not, do not open it yet. Do okay, not despair. I won't. Mr. Flieger, I'm going to hand you a gift. So you mean the goat mask that made my daughter cry wasn't enough of a gift? <laughs> that was a gift to me. So, Mr. Mr. Briggs, I apologize, but Mr. Flieger's gift, man, it has just run the entire show through. But you get honors, Mr. You Briggs. Have any idea what's going no. on, <laughs> Mr. Briggs? Yes. Open your gift. Yes, sir. I will. And we wonder why we're not on major market radio yet, because we let this kind of horse shit go on. But yeah. thanks for the gift. Though. You're welcome. <laughs> what am I looking at? It's a. F- <laughs> he, he just caught himself. He almost said something. <laughs> it's a Fred Sanford doll. <laughs> you put me to mind a Fred Sanford. You really do. Now, now that is a gift worth getting. I have to tell you that. That is. Thank you very much, Alejandro. So I, I'm about ninety percent certain that in 2019's podcast, at one point, you had said this is the big one. <laughs> I bet he has. It, it's very possible. But oh, we got to find a place for Fred. Oh, up there with um. Oh yeah, put him in. Uh, what's the walrus's name again? Snooty. 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 <laughs> right. The manatee. So. <laughs> Um, Mr. Flieger. Apropos of nothing, but Fred Sanford make me think of it. Am I the only person in the country that watched these awful live versions of Good Times and All in the Family last night? Probably. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't even know that. You mean the old what, shows? No, no. They did some live redid version. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, you probably were the only person. Good Times, I didn't recognize anybody, but whoever the father was, they brought him back as somebody else. But in the John all, Amos. But in the All in the yeah, Family. Yeah, who would they have brought him back as? Some politician. They tried, of course, oh. with everything. They made it all about politics. Oh, Lord. So he was some politician, and he was no good, and there was some young guy who was better, but everybody voted for the old guy, and we were all supposed to be mad about it or something. I don't know. Anyhow, but then in the All in the Family, they had freaking Woody Harrelson playing Archie Bunker. What? Oh, Lord. I want to see good. Really good. It could Marissa have been good. Tomei playing Edith, who that was actually pretty good. She did a good Edith. She so, really did. I, I'm not gonna lie, like that piques my interest, but at the same time, it's 2019, so you cannot get away with what happened. No, no they did nothing. So here's even what. like Sanford and Sons, um, Archie, like like All in the Family, all of those amazing. I bet you I Love Lucy couldn't be on. Probably not, because they probably made fun of Desi and his heritage or something. I don't even know. I don't Actually, know much about it. I'm pretty sure they did. They brought up yeah. like him being Cuban a yeah. lot. So here's what happened on the Sorry. Sorry. on the All in the Family one. So first thing is Archie comes home from – he was actually he wasn't even coming home from work. He was coming home from shopping. Never once called Edith a dingbat. Never once had her get him a beer. They were, like, making out in the beginning under the mistletoe. It was all happy. And, of course, Meathead had some friend show up. (laughs) Did they even call him Meathead? No, never said Meathead. From Canada. And what we found out was a friend from Canada was a fugitive from justice because he dodged the Vietnam War. And Archie had a friend over. They already son, had that. Whose son was killed in the Vietnam War. And and so Archie, 
he threw the kid out, and then the friend's dad who was there said, no, don't throw him out. I wish my son had done it. It was all politics. It was horrible, and they should they quit trying to remake it. They had that episode in the original. Was that an original? Yes, I was, was wondering yep. that. I was wondering that. What what station was this on? Uh, four. What's four? ABC. Wow. That's interesting. I saw it. I got all excited because I am not kidding. You can get on my DVR right now. I have every episode, at least that's ever aired on DirecTV since I've been a subscriber, saved on my DVR. I will watch Archie Bunker all day Absolutely. with my teeth out and laugh, and you can put me in insensitive prison for the rest of my life. I will pull my top lip over my head and laugh every time. So, quick question to you guys before Mr. Flieger opens his gift. Oh, yeah, yeah I have a gift. Top three shows... Uh, you know what? I'll throw th- movies in there that could not be made in 2019. Mr. Briggs, to you. Well, we have already named two of them. Okay. All in the family of Sanford and Son. Number three. Um, God, probably anything back then. Oh, Blazing Saddles. Perfect. That's That would be my number one pick. Mr. Flieger. You know, I've actually seen Blazing Saddles, you know so what? I'll see that. All in the family. Gotta be in there, right? Oh, I'm trying to come up with something more modern for a third one. You're because not, we've seen everything come under. You know what? I'm going to throw it out. You couldn't make Seinfeld now. No, you couldn't. But that's the yeah. point. And that's what yeah. I'm going to throw out here because I've seen recent backlash. Right. And it because it is true. You know what I'm saying. It's friends. Yeah. Friends. They said that you too. can't make friends again. You couldn't do it. Right. It was homophobic. It was racist. It was thisophobic and thataphobic. The num- everything. The number they said. That Chandler could not be on the show today. Number one. Chandler? Chandler. What be- was wrong with Chandler? Because Chandler knocked his father. Oh, out. that's right. It was the transgender thing. Yes. Right. They made fun of Kathy Bates was his dad. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I got to go with Blazing Saddles. Like, yeah, you definitely couldn't make that no, one. Which, if you listen to Mel Brooks, why he made that movie and the way that he did it, you should be able to make it today, but... You can't. Well, and here's why people today, the sensitive sorts, whatever you call them, the PC people are stupid. You should make, if there was ever a time in this country to make All in the Family, it would be right now. If you sit down Which and is why look, they made it in the first place. Right. If you sit down and look at it, not looking to be offended, but for what it is, it was showing kind of the maturation of us as a society from right. Archie Bunker's generation to where we were going right. and mo- and mocking it, really. You know what I mean? Mocking it. Do you remember the episode where um, the Jeffersons moved into the neighborhood? Oh, yeah, oh. of course. And he was putting up flyers. Was that, that that one? I, I remember I was like maybe eight. And to this day, like that episode still hangs with me. Yeah. I mean, that. And that was the point of it. But they wouldn't let you make it because you can't even have the conversation nope, now. You can't you even do it. Right. It's a good conversation to have. And here's another thing. Guess what? It was reality, right? I don't know about you, Rick, maybe with with your dad, but I know with my grandfather, he was Archie Bunker. He wasn't near as funny, but he was Archie Bunker. (laughs) This this is what happened. This was reality in this country. Well, that was the whole idea of Archie Bunker was they made him even more ridiculous to, to get some humor into it. But, you know, yeah, essentially it was the same thing. You're you're right. But but here's the problem people had with it. I actually read the shocker. I read every now and again in the bathroom. He read something in the bathroom. Don't Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But kind of you know the point of it. The show was number one. You know this is where we were. 
this is where we should be and kind of how we get here, right? But at the other side is even the people that thought the way Archie Bunker did, you know, how many episodes were there that he kind of saw it and he was wrong? He was too proud to say it, you know, kind of seeing that step-by-step process that people could evolve from Archie right. Bunker to, you know, safe spaces and nap pods where we are now, <laughs> you know, we're, we're not allowed to talk about that, right? At one point in your life, you said something that could be construed as racist. You should be wiped off the planet and put onto a boat somewhere and never seen again. Whereas there was almost a sympathetic view to, you know, almost poor Archie. He is so ignorant of where the world, you can't have that discussion right. anymore. It's, he said something racist, he has to die. As right. simple as that. I'm going to throw this out there real quick because we have, I think, a fair generational progression here. Yes. So, Rick, and then you're much older, and then I'm a young, virile young man. Go ahead. I'll give you that. <laughs> Don't give him anything. So, I remember I was the remote control for my mom because we did not have a remote control. I had to get no. up, change the channel, TV shows that could not be aired today. But I actually think they they nixed this. Married with children. Oh, yeah. You couldn't do that again. The way they sexualized uh, yeah. Kelly. Um, Roseanne, which they brought back. Yeah, and took promptly took off. <laughs> if you watch one minute of The Connors, <laughs> I have it. And I love no. John Goodman. Love. But I couldn't bring myself to do it. Walter Sobchak, hashtag. What's that? <sighs> the Big Lebowski. You oh, re- yeah. You know, I've only seen bits and pieces of that, and that's one of the ones I'm actually I'm usually proud to have not seen movies. I'm you know, ashamed there's I a guy, Jeff Bridges, is a very underrated, excellent oh, actor. Jeff Bridges. Okay, I thought you were going with John Goodman. No, well, yeah, he that kind of segue, but you know, Jeff Bridges yeah, quietly does a lot of good stuff. And you know, from beginning to like all the genres, like western, futuristic Tron. Yeah. Like, Thunderbolt Lightfoot with Clint Eastwood. You know, I mean. Played tr- in True Grit. Yeah. Like, covers it all. Jeff Bridges. Cheers. Yeah, man. With okay. The, okay. Mr. Flieger. Oh, I'm back on Kathy Ireland. What are Sorry. we talking about? Mr. Flieger, why don't you just cue up the music while we oh, ride off. Are out of here? While we, while we ride off into the sunset and open your gift. Oh, yes. It's yes, a gift. Hold on. Let me. And while you're opening, I'll say, you know, all the closing nice stuff for everybody. Because ain't nobody listening anyway. But we are glad that you stuck around. If you're still here, thank you so much. You didn't. I did. He oh, did I it. did. It's Mariah Carey in the snowsuit. <laughs> and I, well, I can't say what I'm going to do to this later, but. It is the 25th anniversary it, of this it? song. <laughs> I found that for you. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Alejandro. You made up for the last half an hour you wasted on the show. Thank you so much to everyone for joining us. Merry Christmas from the Asylum. Merry Christmas from Alejandro. If you want actual football contact, check out uh, Asylum Football. Or no. FullTimeFantasy.com. At FullTimeFantasy on Twitter. And if you want more of this nonsense, at AsylumFootball on Twitter. AsylumFootballGmail.com. If you trust that drunk Rick to answer your questions. Until next time, I think we might take at least a week, maybe a two-week vacation here. We'll see you. And we'll get results for the uh, fantasy draft. Nobody cares. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. Take care. Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Ramadan.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.